0: What in the world?
1: Oh, maybe, the man of the hour!
0: Elias insist on a thirty-second diatribe before Riffy plays. <laughs> man, Elias! It's clear that you don't know who I am, but that's okay. Allow me. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I'm the twenty-three-year-old piece of gold. <laughs> I am the man of the
2: hour I am Leo Ross. I don't care Oh yeah you Yeah I'm looking at you
0: You're a dumbass Gonna get your ass whooped Right here and now boy Hold on hold on Whose kid is this? Shut up You don't say that I'm a man And if y'all need me I'm gonna be in a garage sit hey, sheetrock right.
2: A great man needs a great man of the
0: hour. And that's why I'm here. This is exactly why I'm here. Well, I'm done. Now come on now, rest wrestling time. Now is the time.
3: Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. And my name is Joey. And welcome to episode 116 of the Wrestling House Show. This is our monthly wrap-up where we will look at every week in our WWE-centric wrestling viewing because that's all we have time for because there's a ton of stuff.
0: More so now. We got more more. stuff added to the plate this week. Thanks, Britton.
3: Right. (laughs) Hey, well, yes, thank you actually for finally doing that. But also, yeah, doubling up episodes later in the month as well. So, yes, indeed. Lots of Five stuff. Five
0: weeks of stuff and two super cards. Yep. Two. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and we've already talked about the May Young Classic and Evolution, so we won't be talking about that on this show necessarily, but it will be part of the discussion for matches of the month and whatnot. But other than that, this is the show where we look at every week we pick the super card for you to go to the WWE Network and view the best matches of the month every week to make wrestling fun again for, for you and, and people around you who enjoy wrestling or have enjoyed wrestling in the past because there's a lot of stuff to wade through. And we know people that don't watch and they're huge fans of wrestling and they don't yeah. watch all this stuff, so we, that's what we're, we're trying to do here. So
0: Free public service. Yes,
3: so you want to jump into week one?
0: Yeah, uh, just overall, talking about things, this is where I'm just like, uh, as far as Raw goes for the most part. Yeah. Uh, there is fun stuff to see. I, this is the ongoing joke for this show. I don't see all the matches on Raw no, because right. of Hulu. Yeah. So it kind of reeked of just week-by-week week booking. We now find out because of what's going on, and we might as well just cut to the crash here because, I mean, the story is Roman Reigns. Yeah. We, like any other wrestling podcast probably in existence have been critical of Roman reigns and that's just, and here's how I look at it. Like we have been, but it has been on the booking of Roman reigns and and how the never give up attitude, no matter how vocal the fans have been against the booking of Roman reigns as a main eventer, as a consistent WrestleMania main eventer. And you know, all these other accolades that the superstar has had, you know, we've been critical about it, and I'm not backpedaling here. As even Roman said at the top of that promo on Raw, there are certain points in his life where he is Roman, but for the most right. part, he is Joe Anoya, Yeah. and I feel freaking terrible for Joe Annoia.
3: Yeah. It's I mean, <laughs> it's horrible. Like yeah. you don't want to see that happen to, to anyone and I
0: figure we just get this part out of the way. Sure. Yeah. It's kinda of like the RAW that they had that night. Like we're gonna have this and then right. we're gonna move on. Yeah.
3: That was week four, so that's later. We don't wanna bring yeah. people down late in our show either. Yeah. But yeah, and it's it sucks. I found out about it. I wasn't watching Raw that night, but of course if you went onto any sort of social media you saw it.
0: Even and if you aren't a wrestling fan, you saw it yeah. on social media that yeah. night. Or you re- heard about it on the news. Yeah. I know some of my friends even told me that. Right. Friends that don't give a shit. Yeah. And they were like, hey dude, you yeah. know, so that's when you know.
3: So yeah, it's, it's a huge deal and he seems like a great guy and it's one of those things like you were saying, I just want to piggyback on that and say that yeah... Being critical of how a character is booked and of that character that is written for them isn't the same as being critical of the man. And we've talked about that before. I've said that I like Roman Reigns in certain places. I liked him when he was up against Russo for the U.S. title. I liked him in certain things. I
0: liked him in the initial shield. Yeah, I yeah, we love the shield. Yeah.
3: and but there's times when i hated it hated him and it like when he was in the title like the world title whatever which one that was with Seamus, <laughs> yeah. that was the worst <laughs> yeah. but it's also so it's kind of like how i feel about batista and i've said on the show before i wish batista the best in hollywood i hope that he is the biggest movie star ever because it's cool when you see someone like that cuz you know how much they put into wrestling and how much they have to sacrifice and dedicate and do all that stuff. And I've said, great, do the best you can do. Don't wrestle. Yeah, I don't want to see you
0: Russell, especially after the, the 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 thing with Batista. Our journey yeah. with that, and I think a lot of fans for sure. After that first big injury, yeah, when he came back, he just wasn't yeah, the same. It was,
3: it was different because I was a huge fan of his before yeah. that. Yeah, um, but it's. I'm trying to say that it's a kind of a similar thing. You separate the man from the character, yeah. and separate the person from the booking, yeah. and that's what it is. I saw, I did see comments from people saying like, "Oh, I bet the Smarks all feel bad now." He's like, no.
0: No, like, no, we all feel bad. Right. That's Everybody, the thing. Yeah.
3: We should all feel the exactly. equal amount of bad. Yeah. And But for the most part, I surprisingly saw a large number of people on both sides, or all sides of Roman Reigns, the character, yeah. coming together and being like, hey, this sucks, hope you get better. Yeah. Like, And it was actually one of the very few instances where I saw the majority of the comments that I saw from the wrestling community kind of come together and be like, Hey, get better. We hope for the best for you. So that was really nice to see because. Yeah. I mean, even like. Usually the comments are just garbage.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about the whole elite thing, the yeah. whole FTRR movement. Right. It's like, you know, they probably have very little personal doings right. ever with him and yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And FTRR is about the idea of it right. versus it's not so much about the dude. And it's and, really, it's
3: more complaining about what the company does and what the company is trying to do, and it doesn't match with what the fans want. And unfortunately, the person gets caught in the middle of it because they're the person that represents that to the public. Yeah, So,
0: and just to flip it entirely over to a complete 180 Mm. when you talk about superstar versus real person. right? I I think I've had this conversation with you off air, and stop me if I've done this on the show before, but this is kind of the flip side of how we are going to treat hulk hogan and to a, a massive even right. higher extent the ultimate warrior yeah and i call it harvey denting uh <laughs> these characters yeah because think about that the message of the warrior which they are trying to convey uh post-death yeah is a symbol of in- inspiration right a symbol of you can do it it's, it's everything you need to be motivated into being the best possible person with whatever is thrown your way. Whether it's something you were born with, yeah. a debilitating disease, or whether you just need to get from point A to point B in your professional life. Right. The warrior as a symbol of hope is literally like what the Harvey Dent story is. Yeah. You know, Even yeah. if you don't read the comics, I know the movies, right. so we're going to take it that route sure. for me. You have to be able to believe in it. For the idea to grow bigger than the actual person itself, right? And so, I totally get why they do what they do with these characters. Yeah, those two individuals that I just mentioned are pretty much human garbage. Right, (laughs) but they inspire so many people that I I don't want to shit on it. Yeah, because of that same reason. So flip it around. Yeah, the character of Roman Reigns is kind of just low, honestly, but. I support the dude, the actual dude yeah. itself. And I don't do that the other way with both of those other people. Right. So they're different kinds of symbols of hope. <laughs> we actually oh, are rooting yeah. We're rooting for Roman as a person right. versus rooting for his character. Yeah. And those other guys, you don't want to be those other guys right. because you're actually a work of fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's pro wrestling is so interesting. Right. <laughs> and I really reflected on that once Roman happened. Right so that was my journey with it
3: yeah it is because it's the mixing of real life people and their characters and writing and stories and real people and their stories it's it it's really gray like there's no clear delineation of one or the other especially these days where they're their characters 24 hours a day pretty much again i guess they used to have to be um, back when everybody thought it was, quote, real. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it's difficult. But, yeah, at the same time, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, I 100%
0: agree. All right, so there's our top story for, the, for right. the month. Let's move on to actual wrestling. All right. So week one, uh, you know, all the shows, they were just kind of all okay, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't think one was more watchable than the other. Yeah, and kind of in a sense, although, you know, prior to the whole Roman announcement, I was like, what are they doing on this show with the, with the main event booking? It's just like they almost had they did a few double bookings on, on one of those episodes from what I remember. Where yeah, it was, it
3: was like Ambrose and Rollins had to wrestle and then they had to wrestle a six man later in the night.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, and think about watching the Hulu version. Imagine, if you will, like, right. it was literally like they did the whole show. Yeah. Because <laughs> so there wasn't, really wasn't it's, any other mid-carding going yeah. on that episode. I was when like, all man. that
3: stuff was happening with the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the, the Dogs of War, yeah. I don't know if that was ever their official name.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that name happened. Yeah. I never heard yeah. them refer to that on air, but I, I've seen it. Strowman said it did once, he? yeah. Okay.
3: Because um, he said, you have the Hounds of Justice, I have my Dogs of War. Okay. I remember that. Sure, why not? Um, but they were, <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't in the first week, but weeks two and three, the main event of Raw was the same. It was that six-man twice. Yeah. So it was just over and over again, and it, it felt directionless, and I guess it kind of makes sense, because in week four we found out that Roman wasn't going to be around yeah. to be part of it anymore.
0: That makes me wonder, like, how early they knew. Yeah,
3: so it feels like at least someone in charge of the writing, to me, it feels like... That it was kind of directionless because they were waiting to see whether he was going to stay or go, mm. and it makes sense now. It doesn't make it any better. It no. doesn't make the writing any better. No. It doesn't make those weeks any more in- more or less interesting. But it makes a little bit more sense. Um, and they still didn't really have a direction to go after that. They just yeah. kind of dissolved it and just kind of went like took a few steps back actually.
0: Yeah. I think the positive thing out of all this is, you know, it looks like, I mean, at least the original intention seemed to be getting Drew McIntyre elevated into a world title pitcher. He's, yeah, they're
3: still working on it, too. Yeah.
0: And I still say don't discount Dolph Ziggler. That's the other thing. I think he's still got a lot to give and a lot to prove. Yeah. Weirdly enough, he has a lot to prove. I still don't understand how that's a thing. But, you know. Lots of gold, lots of world titles, still yeah. needs a lot to prove.
3: It's just, I think part of the problem is that he's on the, the Giants show, which is Raw. He's on the show where you have Strowman and Lesnar, and you have Drew McIntyre who they're pushing towards the top, and you have Roman Reigns. So it's tough for him as not a guy that is as big as those men to... he, It's like he always has something to prove, yeah. yeah. And I feel like he always kind of has that mentality, he always has that chip on his shoulder i think that part of his character is probably real maybe at that's least what to drives an extent yeah. and that's probably what drives him to, yeah. to be as good as he is
0: yeah so i mean there's that's the one thing I, and i know people have probably said this and you kind of can't help but say it this way is that now the booking is being forced to Start thinking of alternative ideas. Yeah. None of this was in long term planning. Everything you're going to see from now on, I think you even said it on Twitter the other day, they're literally soft rebooting the company as we speak. Yeah.
3: And that's. Yeah. It felt like a little bit longer. Survivor Series the last few years has kind of been that. Yeah. Like, remember last year where they just like jumped all the titles onto different people because they wanted these certain matches on Survivor Series. Yeah. And that's coming up as of in October, which is what we're talking about now. It's, it's a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of this whole... This feels like the build-up to the beginning of the road to WrestleMania because everything's just kind of going in weird directions. You're not really sure what's happening. And I feel like Survivor series is gonna be that launching pad towards whatever WrestleMania is gonna be. Yeah. I did like on this raw Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Yeah. Um I it might have been probably it was probably my favorite match of that Raw.
0: And if an intelligent sentence ever comes out of Michael Cole's mouth, it's the one that I do like to hear him say every time Ruby is in the ring is that she is a future world champion. Yeah. Like God, like, that is being conveyed at least. Yeah. If it's coming out of Michael Cole's mouth, there's got to be something to it. Yeah, and so if they I'm keep saying it this.
3: over and over again, they need to do that because people will start believing it. Yeah. Because she loses an awful lot. Uh, there was a time when they were winning matches pretty consistently, but they've been losing a lot right. lately.
0: I didn't see most of those wins. So.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like that match because I had I had mentioned on the show before how I didn't know how... Ronda Rousey was going to fit into the women's division because she was billed as so above all of it. She took Triple H head-on in her first match <laughs> yeah. in the WWE. So that's a tough thing to to bring her down. I wouldn't say down. To bring her into the women's division where...
0: And try to make an equal out of it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> to where that's not really a reality for them to be able to take someone like that on. Sure. But in this match, I think that Ruby Riot did show that it's possible... That you can humanize this person who has been built, who has been as an unstoppable monster, which Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey has, yeah. and but Ruby Riott did a really good job of bringing her down to the ground.
0: And I still say implementing the reality card as a WWE superstar is yeah. going to be paramount into keeping Ronda Rousey relevant and interesting. Yeah, Ronda Rousey six months to a year being on the main roster needs to be like, man, yeah. I used to be a prize fighter. But at the same time, I only had to fight maybe what, four times right. a year. Yeah. And we work two hundred plus days on the road yeah. and there are factors that will mess you up when it comes to that. They need to talk about those yeah. things because you know, I, I believe that most fans, whether they even know it or not, want reality based storylines for the most part. Yeah. And that's only gonna help and history has shown this. It only helps your character, it only helps Uh, wanting to follow this person buy their merchandise and be a fan of this person if they can relate to them a little bit more or at least appreciate their journey and that's really a key thing that they really need i think i've said that on the show before but they really need to start doing it after maybe at the beginning of the year maybe even by wrestlemania time Mm -hmm. because that's how you're going to excuse ronda losing some matches here and there and it's going to have to happen they just can't she can't keep winning all the time because you're just not going to be interesting yeah Learn from Goldberg. Right. If we could learn anything from Goldberg, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. For... Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, w- match of the week, week one. Let's just put it out on the table here. What do you have, Chris?
3: I think that, no surprise, we are huge supporters of 205 Live. Kalisto versus TJP. And TJP's whole thing with the Lucha House Party, I think, is great. We talked about that before. Oh. But we haven't yeah. done it too
0: much in depth in the sense yeah. of like, but his character is, is such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I think I saw you say this on Twitter. I mean, the fact that they haven't brought this up yet tj has been i think he what has he unmasked every member i
3: think he got each one of them yeah
0: yeah he's unmasked every member of the lucha house party on television mm. and you know of course you know you haven't seen any of their faces because ref gets the towel immediately yeah. and all that and that that's that's fine that's yeah. that's what i want too right. but you're right it should be an immediate disqualification yeah
3: i feel it is a disqualification in most other companies yeah so the fact that they hadn't brought that up it's yeah (laughs) Yeah, what's drake doing yeah i don't know he's 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 taking too much time he's on raw the (laughs) aop he's doing his manager things i think he's 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 slipping a little bit
0: burning the candle but uh yeah that should be an an instant ruling right there i think and he's just allowing him to run roughshod and this
3: storyline should make that a thing it should be like the outlaw rule was enacted because of the new age outlaws and what they did this rule should i don't call it the tjp rule that's kind of dumb but it should be enacted because of what he's doing in the ring right now, and they should just carry that on forever. Yeah.
0: They, I mean, it incapacitates them to the point of equaling a low blow. Right. So that's why it should be illegal. Yeah. Is it's really it could determine a match win versus a loss. Yes. That's that's a basic but absolutely true. And that was a great match regardless. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I just thought in my head, like with TJP doing all this stuff about uh, the Luchadors and the 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 tradition that they have. I want to see Rey Mysterio get a little bit upset about Mr. TJP, and I'd like to see him show up on 205 Live one week and be yeah. like, "Hey, how about you try to do that to me?" I like I it. I think I that would draw people to the show for one. If and, only,
0: uh, if only, if only they actually do it the other way around. Right? Have him go over to SmackDown. Have TJ like a match. bum rush a Rey Mysterio match, and an important one at that. Yeah. I yeah. need, I need Rey Mysterio getting like a US title shot, right? And then TJP running in and doing that thing, and then yeah, there will be a good amount of people will be like, w- "What's this all about?" Right. But here's the other thing about it. Well, he'd have he'd have like he'd
3: have all three of the Lucha House parties uh, masks like hung around his neck. He's, <laughs> sure. He's been wearing like one like Jericho used yeah, to. Yeah.
0: That instantly reminded me yeah. of Jericho, and I remember Jericho even used to wear the Rey Mysterio T-shirt yeah. at the same time. But here's the thing. I've noticed, and you've probably noticed it too, now, and I haven't read anything about this to prove this point, but I guarantee you this is what they're doing. You know, they're airing 205 on Wednesdays now. Yes. But they're obviously still taping them during SmackDown tapings. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed they're obviously now taping them prior to SmackDown? Oh, no, I haven't noticed that. They would have to be, because the crowds have never been bigger. Okay. And I think... First of all, I'm glad they're doing that because, yeah. I mean, obviously the experiment of doing it afterwards and having it live—that's a fail. I'm yeah. sorry. I wish I wish it to not be true, but I can tell that there's actually people there now. All right. So that makes me think that they definitely have the start time on that initial show ticket. Yeah. That's just—I'm pretty sure I'm right about that, or the you know, because how else can you do it? SmackDown is live. Yeah.
3: Um, and then the Mixed Match Challenge is right after, which yeah, will go for another hour. Yeah,
0: maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe 205 is just getting a good buzz and people are actually staying for it, but I just mm-hmm. don't. You, I don't really you don't see it. don't have that much faith in people. I, I don't. I've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. So prove me wrong. Otherwise, yeah. like I said, I might be totally wrong. Send me a message if, I, if I'm wrong about this, but that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If I'm right about that, that means people are seeing the 205 stuff prior to SmackDown. So if you have T.J. really putting the point forward during one of his yeah. matches during that, you've got the seed planted in the crowd at least. Yeah. So maybe not so much at home, but storytelling abound. You can actually have your commentators do their job right. and talk about, wait, why did this happen? Oh, I know why this happened. And then you have a package ready yeah. when you come back from commercial. Right. Or even if you just want to leave it at that, people will be like having to search now for T.J.P. and find out, yeah. wait, who... I th- kind of know this guy, but why Why did he just show up? Why is he doing this? Yeah. Or have a video package ready for next week.
4: Yeah.
0: Something. But I I think that that's one of those things, and that that's a good way to implement that talent to cross over to a SmackDown, which is yeah. TJP easily belongs on SmackDown, think, as is yeah. anybody else on that roster, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. They all belong There's on main roster shows. Think, yeah. But that being said, in a fantasy world, that you know, that's the only way it happens. Yeah.
3: Well, they're starting to incorporate some on Raw, besides Drake Maverick, I mean, and Leah Rush, they're managers. But Lucha House Party is, has been actually wrestling on the show. Oh, so. uh,
0: yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> they, yeah I don't remember which, which week it was, but yeah, they had a match with the Revival.
0: So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good way yeah. to do it. And, yeah. um, you know, proof positive, they're having the best matches of the week almost more often than not. Yeah. So watch that TJP calisto match from. I guess, is it the second or third from October? I'm, I'm not sure when they went to Wednesday. Okay, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, before we move on out of this week, I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the Elias and Kevin Owens night that they had on that Raw. Because <laughs> that was in Seattle, I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. of course it was in
0: Seattle. <laughs> And I love, I actually got all those references because I used to watch a lot of Hoop in the 90s. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know the Supersonics are. Yeah. I, I understand all of the things the commentators said. Right. I get lucky sometimes with that stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, you have to go back and almost it's worth it to watch the Botchamania version because it's not so much a botch. It's just, you know, Botchamania is not just botches. It's comedy yeah. and wrestling. Yeah. When that happens, the look on Elias's face, yeah. he has that, like, blowfish face look, and he looks off to the side like, wait, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just stepped on a landmine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gold. And obviously, you're going to revel in that moment. Yeah. But that is, that's probably my favorite Raw non-wrestling segment of the entire <laughs> year so far. Really? I and mean, we're at the um, end of the year, so right. this is going to have to be the yeah. winner, I think. And it... The crowd just wouldn't give up on it. They just
3: it. would not shut up. <laughs> and I think even
0: good. some event staff person told somebody in WWE, mm. that is the most negative reaction to anything I've seen in this building ever. Like longest sustained boo. Yeah. 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 Between basketball well, they don't <laughs> basketball games anymore. Right. Between concerts or, you know, whenever wrestling here or any kind of fighting or any, any event, never heard <laughs> the boos go on that long ever. And it was someone that had been there for a long time. Yeah. And I love that. I just, man, who knew that that was going to be such it's a such
3: a, a soft, like or such a
0: it's cheap heat.
3: Yeah, yeah, but it, yes, it hit such a sore spot.
0: Like, yeah,
3: haven't like because they haven't the supersonics haven't been there for a long time right? it's been a while yeah. i don't
0: even remember who they became where they moved yeah. to the only one that i can ever remember is that utah moved to new orleans right and i was like well why didn't they keep the name yeah. why not the new orleans jazz it's a fucking jazz town <laughs> okay this is not an nba podcast yeah i don't know
3: the basketball so yeah. but
0: yeah i was just uh oh yeah we'd never hear mookie blaylock and sean kemp referenced on uh uh, by the way, Mookie Blaylock was the original name for Pearl Jam. They liked him so much. Wow. So there's enough wow. big wow. supersonic yeah. fans in Seattle where they almost that was almost a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Kevin Owens and Elias the biggest heels on Raw still, yeah. and. It was a moment and a half. It was good. And, yeah, just go back and watch the look on Elias' face. It's better on Botch Mania. Like I said, there's this little background music that plays. It's almost like an episode of It's Almost Sunny. Right. You see this thing, yeah. and then they cut to credits, like produced by. Yeah. It's like, show's over. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell Elias was proud of
3: himself, but like you said, but also kind of like, surprised but proud because he had a little smirk on his face.
0: Yeah. So we That's had, good. in one month, we had a Mookie Blaylock and a Meatwad reference wow. on Monday Night Raw. So thanks, Corey Graves. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
3: You want to move on to Super Showdown?
0: Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> Man, I tell you, it's been so much of an evolution versus Crown Jewel month that I almost right. forgot about. We Super had another Showdown. one
3: of those shows, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I you know I say that like I said, it should have been Italy that got Crown Jewel, but uh, Super were. Showdown needed to happen. That was a long time coming. They literally haven't done it like a big show. They did like you know it, yes, it's kind of like the Crown Jewels where it's glorified ish house show, but I think yeah. more things happen on this. Yeah. It did, thankfully.
3: More th- way more than, like, the greatest Royal Rumble. There's, like, yeah. nothing happened on that show. There was just the one title change, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, so uh, one title change from what I remember. I don't yeah, want to spoil yeah, it yeah. because I think that should be definitely part of the uh, the overall sure. master list for the month. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was an enjoyable show overall. I, I, With the exception of the main event, <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah, that. the main
3: event, I was frustrated again with The Miz and Daniel
0: Bryan oh like, man yeah why i i just figured the placement of it on the show yeah i think it was literally just due to time restraints but then again i'm like they gave the main event half an hour yeah and what gives them any kind of realistic point to go a half hour at that age yeah, for either right. of them i'm sorry yeah. but like i know a lot of shenanigans were abound in that match and yeah. i knew that was going to be a thing because yeah. you don't fly out Shawn Michaels and Kane, if shit's yeah. not going to happen.
3: yeah. Kane didn't do a whole lot, but Sean was all over the place.
0: Yeah. It's just, that was a really long and unnecessarily long match. It was. And then meanwhile, Miz and Daniel was two minutes and 20 seconds? Yeah, about that, yeah. yeah. Which led to a great sex joke a week later, but still, at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was, I mean, I was as surprised as anybody else. Yeah, it's
3: the thing, like, I think I may have said it before, that I was buying so much into wanting to see Daniel Bryan beat up the Miz when he came back to the ring months ago, and now I don't care anymore. <laughs> They've killed it for me. Like I don't care if they ever had that match now. Yeah. Or that did they ever
0: have that payoff? I should say. Yeah. Match
3: because this was this could have been that match. Yeah. Now Daniel would just it. be
0: like, I'm just better than you. Yeah. Like that's all he has to say now. Like I beat you in two yeah. minutes. What do you want? I'm tired of the feud now. I don't want to see you anymore. And I, I thought, well, I guess this is just another chapter and they're going to have the big payoff at Mania. I guess. But once again, you said you don't care. I, so.
3: If they do it at Mania, I'm sure I'll be like, oh, cool. Maybe they'll actually have a match now. But it's not going to be the same. It's yeah. not going to be like... They're I've a, already expended all of my energy trying to get excited for it because I was excited for it. Yeah. And now I'm just like, mm, well, yeah. go like, whatever you give me, I'll take it. But it's not going to be the same.
0: I do know that it's like a crazy... Throwback to Daniel's old ROH gimmick is that he had a an unbreakable small package. He actually oh, had yeah. that as a gimmick oh, for really? a while. Yeah, so that's that's where that comes from. Yeah, but that's not very WWE like now, is it? No. Yeah, <laughs> it was just bizarre. No. Um, but l- focusing on the positives, yes. uh, Buddy Murphy and the Iconics. I mean. Yeah, the show's worth watching just to see the reaction that those acts get. Because, yeah. y- you know, if anybody was looking forward to those shows, it was them. Yeah. And the crowd definitely didn't let them down. Yeah. By the way, did you see that the, someone had a flag out and it was the Simpsons boot uh, <laughs> with the boot and <laughs> I the, guess I the, the butt? About that, yeah. Yeah, someone actually had that. It was very visible on camera. Nice. So if you haven't seen the show, go back and, and look for that flag. <laughs> but, yeah, Iconics having a huge moment. Yeah and they're only going to go up at this point. Yeah. And they had a good showing and you know, hey, they got to, they won too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, why not?
3: <laughs> so, yeah, that was great. Did you see the video? They posted a video of someone had a video of the Iconics of Peyton and Billy's families. When they came out to the ring and they showed it to him, no. So yeah, it's it's pretty short, but it's pretty it's pretty cool. Oh, I bet that's awesome. And it was just them; they presented it to them, and it's just the video is just us watching them watch those videos of their family. Because it- I think it's. Maybe the first time they'd seen him wrestle, or they don't see him wrestle that often. I guess. Well, not I mean, live. Like live yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. They may have been able to when they were in NXT. Yeah. Because I know NXT did Australia true. a few yeah. years ago, but that might have been the only other time. So well, yeah. You could see tell
3: him. the emotions. It was
0: like, oh. That's but you're going awesome. from like a few thousand people yeah, to like, stadium. like. What was it? Sixty five thousand people, or yeah. something like that. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah. So they literally amped it up by sixty thousand people. So that was that was really awesome. That whole thing. And was it on par with the, the little girl from the Mae Young classic, or uh, maybe not so much? <laughs> well, <laughs> opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good good
3: cry, not bad cry. Okay, good <laughs> yeah. good good. All right. But it was interesting because they're not like that on TV. No, they they're did, despicable as hell. They couldn't keep it in so they they did break that character so you got to see them as opposed to the characters so it was
0: it, those moments are pretty cool yeah you know. even if they had healed the town as all get out they still would have gotten a right. hero's welcome so yeah, what's yeah. the point yeah and buddy
3: murphy too like yeah we've sung the praises of buddy murphy since he arrived on 205 and to see him get that support as much as i love cedric alexander and i do love cedric alexander seeing buddy murphy get that was really cool to see
0: yeah that was like tied between that and the AJ Samoa Joe match as yeah. the best match of the night.
3: I had to go ultimately with Styles and Joe as my favorite match of the night. Yeah,
0: they finally had a really good payoff to this unwatchable feud. The feud, yes. The matches I've liked pretty much all well, of them. The matches, as I said, the matches are great. Yeah, and, but the feud has been terrible garbage utter garbage (laughs) yeah that's the last thing they should do especially with talent like that yeah like i see using that for talent that needs it to carry their story in the ring but guess who doesn't need help telling stories in the ring is those two freaking guys Yeah. god (laughs) (laughs) well so that was decent time well spent i was actually not really terribly looking forward to the show but i actually enjoyed it at the end of the day
3: yeah i was the same and I enjoyed it a lot more than the greatest royal rumble and I enjoyed it more than crown jewel cuz we didn't watch
0: it <laughs> yes um, <laughs> almost number 1 by default yeah. in a sense but, uh... it
3: still didn't feel like a pay-per-view That's like as the feeling of a normal pay-per-view which which is fine it did feel like a super show i think it was extra long and just the whole stadium it felt like an outlier to pretty much everything so it had this unique feel to it which i liked
0: but the commentator said it had a wrestlemania feel to it
3: <laughs> mm, i don't know about that
0: <laughs> uh, i'm kidding um all right so let's move on to week two we only have five weeks of this right yes.
3: <laughs> we're almost halfway there
0: yes uh so you, we talked about leo rush earlier yes uh, moonlighting on raw yes um, strictly almost just to say lashley 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 over and over again <laughs> yeah. on the microphone as did did a, you
3: know that Lashley looks like money? Oh, yeah. And that he smells like money, too. Uh,
0: okay, now, first of all, uh, okay, looks like money, we're all aesthetically trained in our brain to enjoy the side of money. I get that part about it. Uh-huh. But the smell?
3: You don't, you don't like the smell of money?
0: I think McMahon does. There's a lot of photos yeah, right. of him actually yeah. smelling money, <laughs> which is kind of one of the default Vince yeah. McMahon picks you can find out there. Right. But smelling like money, yeah, not so much. Yeah. I don't think that yeah. that would yeah. even make it's a good weird. cologne. Yeah. Unless they're planning on going that route, you know? yeah. Lashley Cologne. It mm. smells like money.
3: I don't, I don't know about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Right, yes.
0: Yeah, so, so <laughs> that being said, you know, he still does wrestle on 205 Live. Yeah. So, does. if you actually want to see this incredibly gifted and talented man wrestle, then you need to be tuning into 205. And he's kind of like, uh, and not not because of what some people might think on the surface, kind of like Bianca Belair's journey right now. Yeah. He's undefeated. Yeah. And she's undefeated. Yeah. yeah. And they are super-duper next-level athletic talents. Sure. But it's that fun, funny, weird thing where they're not necessarily winning all their matches, but they're they're winning or coming in on the end of the disqualifications yeah. or no contests. Or not
3: getting pinned or submitted in a multiple-person match. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But that's a smart thing to do yeah. with people like that because that way you can still say you're undefeated. Yeah or I've never been pinned or submitted that yeah, kind of You kind of have to
3: qualify it as it goes. Yeah,
0: so same thing's going on with Leo here. Yeah. Uh, even though he lost by disqualification to Lince Dorado on this yeah. particular episode. We can get into some spoilers here and there, because sure. this isn't anything we're going to like put on, like, you got to see this really yeah. badly. But uh, I say that to talk about the fact that we had a debut on 205, which I was super excited about. Someone that... Uh, I don't think this person's really been hurt so much as they've also been on the bench. Yeah. But also, I think they almost had, uh, they got to be on some sort of maternity leave, oh, in a way, yeah. a little bit this year. Which but, makes sense with who it is. But while he was gone, really, he, he posted before and after pick, mm-hmm. like, when he first got hired at WWE versus yeah. now, and, like, the guy, like, gender mahal himself. Yeah. Uh, versus what he was when he first got here. Yeah. But freaking uh, uh, Mike Kanellis. Yes. Wife of Maria Kanellis. <laughs> great gimmick, because he's using her last name. Yeah. For those cool. of you who don't realize what's going on there, yeah. but uh,
3: it's, he's, he's a modern dude, so why not? Yeah, but uh, and she is the bigger name, especially in WWE, for yeah. sure. So why yeah. not do it?
0: Yeah. So yeah, he interrupted that Leo Wrestling and Caterada match right at the top of the show. Yeah. I was like, great, another new person on 205, and I'm always happy about that. And anytime yeah. you can expand the roster, you know, it's gonna be. Good for for us as yeah. far as not having to see the same matches over and over again or combination of matches. Yeah. So now we got someone new in the mix. Probably not so much happy from the overall talent because now there's yeah. another guy in there. Right. But I'm excited about it. What do you think, Chris?
3: I I like Mike Canellis. Uh, I when he was Michael Bennett when he was teaming with Matt Taven in a Ring of Honor. I thought they were great together. Um, it surprised me that he showed up on 205 Live because I don't see him as a cruiserweight. because i mean the guys i guess aren't necessarily the size is maybe on average not as much in ring of honor as it is on in wwe for the most part yeah so i always kind of saw him as a heavyweight because he's pretty jacked, you know um i do know that he posted on his instagram part of pretty recently actually he's been dealing with pain medication addiction yeah and i think that probably had a lot to do with how he ch- turned his himself around his life yeah and that's why he looks better now too i think is probably a large part of that um so he's like congratulations to him for yeah. for being able to deal with that get over it, and to be open about it i think that's really cool yeah and yeah yeah, had the kid we saw his his little girl at evolution because they were in the crowd together watching yep. maria in the, in the rumble yeah um but, yeah, I'm excited to see what Mike Canellas can do. He's a great bad guy because he has that smarmy look on his face all the time. Yeah.
0: yeah. I always wonder about seeing those kids and babies in the audiences that right. are actually, you know, theirs. Yeah. Like, is that their first appearance on television that they're going to reference, like, years right. later when they yeah. become wrestlers, too? I mean, that's... Like that's, Steamboat's kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you never know. So, uh, we'll be... Uh, stick around 20 years from now. Wrestling right. show We'll be talking <laughs> about Kanellis' kid. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't mind when they do things like that, you know. You're normally not a fan of DQ's, but you got to do it if you're going to creatively fine. book stuff. Yeah. And it made sense. You have to make an impact. And plus, they were already working on a great main event that night with Tony Nese versus Cedric Alexander. That's the same. So no if harm it, done. <laughs> if
3: it was the main event, I would have been a little annoyed, but it wasn't. It was the first match and it was that's fine.
0: And I think really head to head for match of the week this week would have had to have been Nese and Alexander. Yes. And on the other side of that, would definitely have to be the triple threat for the North American title, not even for the UK title. But yeah. North American title, I mean, it's a can't lose. Yeah. You would have had to have some sort of breakdown, no contest within a minute for this not to even sniff a match of the week or right. match of the month or whatever. Adam Cole versus Ricochet versus Pete Dunne. Yes. On paper, oh yeah, I was like, let's get to this immediately. I kind of tend to watch NXT in like two or three in a row Mm -hmm. and so i knew like let's get to this one and i know that's the last match of the night i'm gonna watch because there's nothing else you could watch after that yeah and i was pretty right on and a little slight spoiler here you're not gonna get the cleanest of finishes right (laughs) but there's still something to be had to watching it it's a good investment of time absolutely it's not the payoff Uh, this match will happen again this match will take place again for which title? I don't know. Yeah. But I don't care as long as it happens again. Right. <laughs> so this was freaking amazing. I think it squeaks out Niece Alexander, and I hate to say that almost because they were so good. Yeah. And this has really been Tony Niece's month. Yeah. Like if I was giving out, if we were giving out wrestler of the month, which I don't know why we don't, I should probably maybe do that, maybe, next, yeah, year. that next year. But if I was giving out wrestler of the month, I'd give it to Tony Nese. Yeah. He's been a fucking hoss this month.
3: Yeah. Cause the week previous he had that match with Gargano on NXT. So he's and, been everywhere. And since after super showdown, he's been facing Alexander and he's been having fantastic showings. He was in that multiple, that five man match. Yeah. I think that's the one um, after this. Yeah. yeah and yeah he's skyrocketing i think and yeah. when i first saw tony neese in the cruiserweight classic i wasn't really familiar with him yeah we were just kind of like, like oh see- he's yeah
0: i get it yeah i'd seen i'd seen him wrestle a couple of times yeah, yeah. i even saw him live once yeah. and i was like oh he's good yeah. you know but he never had that showing yeah. that i was like oh wow I need to pay attention to this guy yeah. but the more i saw him the more i was like okay this guy is good yeah I was like, okay, he's going to be a solid worker, but, you know, and I think that it was always a matter of when for Tony yeah. Nice, and he's they're really starting to push him finally. And
3: that was kind of the thing on 205 Live, it felt like they were using him to help enhance other people as they were pushing them, yeah. but they're finally paying attention to Tony Nice and this is his time. Yeah. And I hope he is able to take advantage of it to the fullest. Cuz yeah. yeah. He's really good.
0: He's and he's he's one of those guys. He's never, you know, he, he can definitely work, I, I think, probably better as a heel. Just because of the kind of guy he is. And he's always putting over his eight yeah. pack. And yeah. that's easy to hate on. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? But I think that there would be no problem switching over to face. Especially if it came to, you know, challenging Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Which is probably going to be a sooner than later yeah. thing. So.
3: The way he wrestles, he does do a lot of flying. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's babyface wrestling. Yeah. So he could yeah. easily transition over to it.
0: Yeah. He never gave up on that, even as a heel. So yeah. It's just, it's, it's a bygone conclusion, I think. Yeah. So, but yeah, go back to that triple threat, man. Yeah. It's good. Whew. It's good. It's real good. It's real fun.
3: <laughs> as you would expect with those guys, though, they, they always, all three of those guys always put their most into every single match they have.
0: Yeah. Was, uh, and I don't think this was the actual, was Keith Lee's debut. In October, I'm I'm forgetting his debut. Or was it the I end of September? I think
3: it was the end of September. Yeah. The night the the triple threat happened, he faced Kona Reeves. Yeah,
0: that's was I think I recall like the second or third person he's yeah. wrestled for NXT. Yeah, so yeah, Keith Lee, man, he's just he's fun to watch. Too. I, I just want yeah, to throw him.
3: <laughs> You just want to give him a big hug. Yeah, like, he's one of those guys. Like you yeah. just see him, he has that huge smile. Yeah, he comes out there and you're like, you want to see him win, you want to see him do well, and you just want to you're happy when you see him you know? yeah because
0: he's happy yeah like and i'm not just trying to say this because of you know the kind of guy he is yeah but he's got that old school star appeal yeah. he's like a junkyard dog or something yeah. honestly yeah. and but you know those guys never moved like keith lee right so this is proof positive that this this business has definitely evolved right i mean I don't know where they make guys like this now, but man, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, him and Willie, and you know, like those guys don't move like they look like. I mean, that's right. just the way it is, and they know yeah. this. Yeah, they're not they're not telling you anything that they don't already know. Right, and it's just you know. So I, I I am really curious to see how far Keith Lee goes in just WWE overall. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean,
3: he has the size to be one of those guys that the people in charge would look at him and be like, okay, well, maybe. Yeah. And I think if he can, he has the crowd behind him now, we'll see if that translates to anything yeah. if he moves over to another roster, which I would think it would, yeah. but it's it's always hard to, yeah. to gauge those things.
0: I love the idea of the fact that he's just kind of just a dude. Yeah. Like, he's laid back. It's interesting to me that Matt Riddle has pretty much almost debuted as this, this exact same time. Yeah. They're almost kind of the same guy personality-wise, so in right. the sense of they're not... You, you can't see them cutting this monster promo. Yeah. But I like that. And I don't even mind if they keep some of those monster guys around. Yeah. But I think it'll be super interesting to even just... Kind of like Rob Van Dam's, you know? Yeah. Like, guys could be yelling at him with their bad breath and their Braun Strowmaning, okay. And they be like, hey, man. He's going to smile. I don't know. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, we'll see, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, but they're kind of festuses, you know, like the bell rings and they're all business. I got you. Yeah. yeah so there's my little uh, 10 year reference uh, there <laughs> for you, but I- I'd like to see him not do that. At least not yet. Yeah. I mean, there will come a time, you know, cause even for the longest time, Mark Henry smiled a whole lot. It's true. And he true. wasn't winning. Yeah. So at some point and you know, I'm doing that thing, you know, but yeah. I'm not trying to be that way, but. I think about because of the size yeah. and the kind of personality that Mark Henry was like that too. He's laid back, but then it came to a point where it's like, okay, now he needs to be a killer. Yeah. And I'm sure that will happen for Keith Lee. Yeah. But I want to see how far they can take laid back cool Keith Lee. Right. Yeah. Cuz the crowd loves him, man, yeah, and I absolutely. think easy transition to the main roster sooner than later for sure.
3: Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that can just short stay in NXT and just move right on. I don't think he has to go through the world title or yeah. anything. he has.
0: He has. He and the dog didn't need a title either. Yeah. You know, those guys didn't need titles. Yeah. But it'll, we'll just see what happens. You know, that, that's how I feel about yeah. it. So.
3: so we're talking about the middle of the week. There was some stuff that happened earlier in the week. Okay. So if yeah. We don't want to talk about it yeah. any other, This was the week where HBK gave his speech about why he's coming out of retirement.
0: Oh, that's so, why I tried to go past yeah. it. Oh, okay. Were, this is where he lied to us, basically. Yeah. Why couldn't, why, why, Chris? Why couldn't Shawn Michaels be the one guy? That actually kept his word on this. I don't know. And I, I think I deserve, I think I have a right to feel this way. Yeah. I mean, people talk about how we, we say a lot they don't owe us anything. Yeah. And that's the ultimate they don't owe us anything. Shawn Michaels doesn't owe us shit. Yeah. Shawn Michaels didn't owe us anything after 1998. Right. And I think it's really awesome his comeback. Yeah. He gave us a lot of great television Just for coming back. Right. I mean, he was there for another seven years, seven, eight years after that. And I never thought any of that would happen. So he literally Cinderella storied his career twice in a lifetime. He had one of the best careers ever. He's heralded. When you hear new guys come in and, you know, they go down the personality list, like his influences are Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And it's always Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. You should almost not even have to say it. (laughs) Right. Who else are you into? Yeah. But Shawn Michaels is that guy, and he deserves that accolade for that reason. Yeah. He never had to do this, Chris. I know. So since he never had to do it the second time around, he damn sure should not be the guy that breaks retirement. Yeah. Even one of my favorite human beings on the planet, wrestling or otherwise, Mick Foley, mm-hmm. was a total hypocrite about his retirement. It really quickly, too. Yeah and, yeah, and that almost hurts more, yeah. in a sense. But why couldn't he just be that? it's like, I had all the integrity inside the ring, and I'll have all the integrity outside the ring. Right. Why not? The one guy I wanted. The one guy I wanted. Brick couldn't come back. I mean, he did that one. You don't even count that as a match. Like, those two yeah. appearances he had yeah. at Mania and SummerSlam, those weren't matches. Yeah. He didn't bump at all. So it's just like, okay, it's giving it up for the dude. Right. I don't even count it. Because and he would have stayed around a lot longer if he could have. Yeah. So that was a forced retirement. Michaels, man, he Michaels broke my heart for the first time probably in in his entire career.
3: Yeah, I don't. I have similar feelings, but you just said everything that I was thinking. Uh, I feel
0: you brought it up.
3: (laughs) Well, it was important. It's important. I feel that maybe. He did it because of his relationship with Triple H. And if Triple H asked him to do it, he's going to do it. Um, I don't know if that came from Vince. I don't know who that came from. But I feel that's the only reason. And The Undertaker was involved too, which everybody has the utmost respect for. So I think those are the reasons. That's the reasoning. I don't necessarily think that... I, I agree with you. I was hoping that he wouldn't. Just
0: wouldn't do it. Well, I need a villain in the story, Chris, so I'm going to put it at Vince. Okay. And it's public knowledge now that whatever the, the Saudi guy that's in charge of this whole bit, right. he has a hit list for talent as far oh, really? as like, if you can get this person, we'll pay you that much more. Oh. That list is a real thing. And I guarantee you Shawn Michaels was on that yeah. list and that's why it happened. So mm. this was this definitely came down from the man. Mm. I guarantee you that. And I'm fucking mad about it.
3: Mm. Sorry I brought it up.
0: No, it's, it's okay. I'm but sure we it did was great the, radio. We,
3: we did see the Conquistador on that Raw, though. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Okay, thank you. See, <laughs> <Si>, senor. <Yes. laughs> uh, now we've had five Conquistador. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. We've had this. He was the seventh Conquistador Seven. of all time. Yes. I remember
3: Edge and Christian. Would you, and uh, matt and, matt and jeff. jeff yeah okay so yeah by them, jose
0: luis rivera and i'm sorry i can't remember the other one damn i, I could have yeah. nailed it yeah but yeah Kurt angle is now the all-time seventh conquistador so we, we now have we definitely have more than enough for a survivor series TV. well i guess
3: technically wouldn't it be eight with that random guy that was in the conquistador costume when oh like yeah a week or two later yeah i haven't seen Does that, that not count? Yet. yeah oh you haven't
0: i think that was the beginning of november i haven't was seen it, it yet. Oh, yeah. well. Okay. that's okay on. no Sorry. no i heard about it it's, okay. it's cool it's, it's all good but yeah so um that was neat and what a great way to bring kurt angle back i gotta say that's good writing yeah that's an example of good idea so yeah uh i didn't recognize anybody else in that match was it all local dudes just dressed up like uh they were all like, indie guys yeah, yeah there's like, work in the mall of america or something yeah, right? like that
3: <laughs> like, there's a really great twitter account this is a perfect time to talk about this It's called, I think it's called The Local Competitor, like at The Local Competitor or something like that.
0: Oh, man.
3: And he only, he just started like a month or two ago, a couple months ago, but he does exactly what it sounds like. Anytime that there is a local talent on WWE programs, he finds out who it is. He gives you their ring name that they use outside of WWE, and if they have a Twitter handle, he gives them the Twitter handle.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. It is a
3: fantastic resource, so everybody go look at that.
0: So it's at the local competitor.
3: I think so. It's something like that. If you okay. just search for the local competitor, it's. Okay. <laughs> I think the current uh, avatar. The current avatar is uh, Dean Ambrose with his pink hair, as like John or uh,
0: John Moxley. Moxley. Yeah, yeah. So, on Heat or something like, yeah, that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing that man—they got to open up that network more. To uh, yeah. they've got some heats on there now, but they need to have all the yeah. heats and all the uh, velocities. Man, yeah. that that thing's a treasure yeah, trove yeah, because yeah, yeah. they have the hidden treasures thing, yeah. which I. Totally recommend oh. if you're on a lunch break, watch Hidden Treasures.
3: AWA <laughs> team is... challenge oh. pilot got uploaded yes. this past week. Oh, that! I, thing. I watched
0: it. It was good. It's everything that that wasn't on the actual edit for uh, Southpaw.
4: Oh, right. <laughs> I mean,
0: that yeah. I I saw a lot of this. When it was new. Like, I actually watched a lot of Team Challenge series. That's awesome. Oh, man. It's so bad.
3: (laughs) Nobody outside of Dallas is going to care about this, but Ralph Strange just calls those shows. What? Yeah.
0: Holy crap. Was the voice of the Dallas Stars? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I forgot that he had uh, doings with them. Oh, man. (laughs) So, so you mean he came from the Minnesota North Stars to the Dallas Stars, didn't he? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, my goodness. Oh. By the way, suck that, Baco. Okay, I wanted to throw that out there. We have a North Stars versus Dallas Stars thing going on. No, okay, really. so that all being said, wow. Okay, anyway, we went off
3: on a tangent there, but no, um, I love it. But yeah,
0: uh, hidden treasures. I think it's hidden treasures, isn't it? Hidden gems, hidden treasures, whatever. Uh, hidden, on the network. Like that, yeah. On the network. If you got like i want to watch wrestling but i'm on like a 10 minute work break or lunch break oh, or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. like just pick something out of there because they usually have the time on there and it tells you so you can see something fun like bobby Roode versus the a train right. on velocity uh and you know before they were stars that yeah. kind of thing and you also get to go man you guys blew up with some a lot of these guys yeah. like you had daniel bryan and bobby Roode and cm punk and they yeah. didn't do it. Well, what what yeah. <laughs> so okay uh, wait, what were we talking about?
3: <laughs> we, I don't know. remember how we got there. We can just move on after that. that it's was, like the Roth show. Anyway. <laughs> the only other thing in week two, and I promise I'll move on to week three, is Rusev Day ended with a whimper this week. Oh, did it ever, yeah. man.
0: That's so sad. And we, we constantly talk about how the SmackDown tag division is just head and shoulders above what Raw is. Yeah. And that's still true. Yeah. But... The way they handle some of this stuff, to get from point A to point B, it's still proof positive that the company as a whole is still, there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to how they handle tag teams. The whole original idea of breaking up a tag team, it seems like to us, Mm -hmm. especially 90s kids, is that you break up that team and you elevate somebody. Yeah. Did you see anybody coming out of this with a higher (laughs) stock than they did going in? No. Does it make any sense to break them up for that reason? No. Yeah, I didn't think so either. That doesn't make any sense to me. Obviously, Rusev is going to be the guy that does more in this company than Aiden English. And I hate saying that because I love Aiden. He's a true talent. He's a multi-talent. Like everything that they present him as, he actually is, he's a real actor. Right. (laughs) He can really sing. And he's a good wrestler. And, a man, and not for nothing, you know, he's, he's married into the business now. <laughs> like, he is, mm-hmm. you know, he's married to a Guerrero. And that's also something that I don't think should be discounted in right. a sense of, like, hey, you know, it's a little extra something for that person. Yeah. I'm not saying to, like, exploit that. Yeah. And he wouldn't want to do that yeah, either. Yeah. But uh, basically what I'm trying to get at is that Aiden's super talented, too. And before all this, he was racking up some singles wins over, like, notable people. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so I don't understand. I
3: don't know. They did, wanted they, they, them did apart. The... They just wanted Russo and Lana together, and that's it. Yeah,
0: and he whipped the shit out of Aiden. Yeah. Like, he destroyed yeah. him in that payoff match.
3: There was, there was no intrigue to it. Yeah,
0: that was, like, in week four, I think. But, man, I was so mad about that. Yeah. And, yeah, we had the stupid video... And yeah, the stupid to sequel to the video. Yeah, I, to yeah, that. I mean, that's, that, that's some Vince Russo shit right yeah. there. Stop doing those things. It's the second time they've done this with Lana, by the way. And it, it oh, we yeah. finally got to the point where we'd almost forgotten about all that bullshit. Yeah. Because, you know, the mixed match stuff was really cool last, or at the beginning of this year with them. Yeah, And they finally had something to where it was Lana and Rusev, because Lana being back. And I thought just having them keep operating at full strength, that would have been fine. Yep. And they definitely would have won the tag titles at some point. Yep. Makes no sense to break them up now. Nope. I mean, I don't see Rusev getting I mean, dude, SmackDown is freaking stacked. Yeah. I mean, with the main event right there, if even if you're just interchanging between Joe and Daniel and AJ, like, I... If Rusev fits into there, great. But I don't see it happening right yeah, now. I don't. I don't. Do you see anybody else uh, getting? I mean, uh, Ray will get back in there at some point yeah. just just because it looks good, and yeah. Ray's going to give you a good match. I'm not worried about that. Um, be nice if Shinsuke was in the conversation still, yeah. but he's going to have a like Dean Ambrose esque run with this U.S. title, I think, because yeah. they're just not taking it seriously. I, yeah, so he's, he's going to
3: doing anything. He has no story.
0: He's going to have a long reign by default. Yeah, sadly, but exactly. yeah, whatever.
3: I'd like but, to see almost get up in there at some point. He's not. He, they're not pushing him in that direction right now. Yeah. But he's going to be there at some point. It,
0: that's another. It's like Tony needs. It's a case yeah. of when, not if, yeah. because uh, I said it. When they got called up, and we've been saying it all along, not yeah. only is he a future world champion? He's a goddamn future Hall of Famer. Yeah, Almas is that good. Yep. So all right, <laughs> but hey, can we move over to the third week? Because yes. I'm even going to bury Raw for the most part. We can talk yeah. about it later, but I all just right. want to talk about SmackDown 1000.
3: Yeah, that was that was the big thing. Well, two big things of the week: SmackDown 1000 and the UK debut. But <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown first. Yeah,
0: which they I don't even recall seeing a promo for NXT UK. I could be wrong about that, but. I don't recall seeing one on SmackDown 1000. I figured, oh, I hope I'm I wrong about that. On
3: that. I don't remember.
0: But, I mean, I think the uh, the headline here has to be the interesting and very uncomfortable Evolution reunion.
3: <laughs> I I liked it. I thought it was funny.
0: I thought it was great, too. And yeah. I even told you prior to it happening, I go, I know I'm going to get like that little bit of nostalgic chill yeah. whenever I hear Lion in the Sand again. Yeah. And I w- it was just cool to see them all walk out together yeah. and all that stuff. Or put a suit back
3: on for, yeah. the, for the for the group. For yeah, group he, put on,
0: he put on his big boy clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, hey, I didn't even think at this point we'd see Dave back in a WWE. Yeah. Because you keep hearing about how they have been on again off again as far as negotiating for stuff and he definitely was not happy with his last run he's not bitter about it as far as like he's like it just wasn't my time to come back like i was kind of fish out of water and i get it you know there was other things going on and it was it was time for daniel it was time for the shield it wasn't time for him right it just wasn't the right time and obviously we can tell by where it's going I definitely see, if they don't have him locked up against Hunter at Mania, you know they're doing it. That seed was planted that night. Well, I
3: know the seed was planted. I don't want to see it. I said that earlier in the show. I don't want to see him wrestle.
0: I'm with you on that, but I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Maybe he'll get talked out of it, though. I mean, I told you this month he literally got signed to CAA, which is like the upper echelon of acting representation. Like, the guy that reps Clooney and Pitt is now repping Batista. Yeah. I'm saying this out loud. He's
3: been in huge, huge movies. Yeah, and he's
0: only going to be in bigger movies. That's the crazy thing about it, and good for him. But he might also wrestle at WrestleMania unless someone tells him otherwise. (laughs) I mean... Maybe
3: the insurance associated with that would be too... Maybe that would prevent him from wrestling.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yes. I, I, I found you were talking about some cool Twitter stuff. I saw something awesome on Twitter backstage. Uh, he got to meet TJP for the first time. Oh, yeah. And there's this really cool thing I, I found out, like, even a few years ago, like, on Art of Wrestling. And I think it was either TJ or Shima Zion that was talking about how, you know, there's that small little group of Filipino wrestlers that. They all love each other. There's no yeah. animosity. It's all like they build each other up, that's and cool. they're fans of uh, all of it. And it was just so cool. They go, we finally got to meet each other. And it's like TJ and Batista in a photo uh, together. And cool. it's like, man, that was my favorite photo of the month. Yeah. And, you know, so he, he de- it definitely seemed like he was having a good time in the oh, ring yeah. and out of the ring. Yeah. And I don't think they even... I don't feel like they even had a script for this thing. It didn't seem like it.
3: (laughs) When Batista came out, he was just pretty much doing his own thing. It didn't seem like he really cared what he said. Yeah. And just even when he came out to the stage, he did his own posing and stuff and wasn't really concerned with anyone else out there beside him. He was just going to do his thing. Yeah. So it it looked like he felt very comfortable. He felt very laid back. There was no pressure on him, I think, was part of it. And he didn't put any pressure on himself, so he just did what he wanted to do. And it was great. I was smiling the whole time. Yeah. Like, when he was talking, because Orton went into his thing. He's like okay, and then did you see
0: how uncomfortable Rick got? Whenever Rick always has, the, yeah. there is tons of video evidence of Rick like, please stop talking yeah. right now yeah. because something bad will happen. And, and, and see you, that was great. Yeah, you got to see. Uh, speaking of that, go back and watch the Hall of Fame induction for Sensational Sherry. Mm-hmm. She looks immediately down the front row, and Rick is front row with the rest of the McMahons, and he's like, oh, Rick, I can tell and Rick immediately gets red-faced, and he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a little bit of history there, yeah. but she was just like, oh, the things I could say, and he's like, please don't. <laughs> man we uh we reap what we sow man right. but rick has gotten a lot of passes oh yeah like <laughs> but yeah that was like you know rick was like okay big man right. we're gonna hit the town tonight <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh, man yeah he's gonna write a book someday somebody's gonna be in trouble right and not one of those doctored uh, you know ghost written books like they right. all do when they're in wwe i want right. to i want to i want to hear the real story <laughs> For both of them, honestly. Yeah. 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 All right.
3: <laughs> I also really enjoyed uh, the cutting edge like with uh, Becky on there. That was a great moment for the the ascension of Becky Lynch. Yeah.
0: That was some good business right there. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking the other day with my wife about uh, Foley and how Mick Foley has always been a big champion of women's wrestling. Yeah. And even just the personalities. Like, yeah. I know this person's a star. And he, like, he backed Becky Lynch really early on yeah. and stuff like that. I had that kind of Mick Foley moment watching. I did, too. Because that could have easily been Foley talking to Becky. That was. It's like hanging out with him kind of. He almost kind yeah. of made him that character. Because Edge as a character, yeah. and they talk about this, did a lot of despicable shit.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's the whole story. Is it like... And I, I, I did the thing about edge saying that i'm like well you still also you still have your best friend and you still have your yeah. wife and kids yeah. so he kind of lied to her honestly yeah. because i i don't see a reason for edge to really say that <laughs>
3: yeah but maybe he went through some bad times and to get back to where he was now so yeah
0: maybe but the the whole idea of this was becky just owning up all of her stuff yeah. and this was the final moment i i truly believe this was the final moment and not even just the performance in her footage. This was the part where there was no turning back for Betty. Yeah. And in a good way. She had to do this promo yeah. to get to the next point. And I think they're going to look back on that moment. And it's going to be a huge... It's it's not her Austin 316, but it's it's as close as she's had so far, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Not everybody gets a chance to have that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I see what... You know, I, I didn't see things in Becky, but now mm. I see what Foley sees, and she's finally doing that thing yeah. that is making her compelling, like him or Edge was. Like that's why she is the man now.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and she really she and when she has a different uh, stride when she walks out, yeah. like I see it. I, I'm a big fan of watching people walk down right. that ramp. That's why I never fast forward the entrances because yeah. I try to look in their eyes and see their face. And I actually have been able to call certain matcha outcomes just because of that. That's a yeah. little thing I do sometimes. Yeah. But that's a different person that walks out there now. Yeah, and it's absolutely. not just because, oh, I'm a bad guy now. Right. She is finally comfortable in her own skin. Yeah, the
3: confidence. You can see it in like everything that she does now. Yeah. And it's, it's not that she didn't have confidence before, but other people... I think she maybe felt like other people didn't have confidence in her because she wasn't getting spots and she wasn't getting wins and so yeah. and whatever was going on yeah but you can see it now and yeah. it's it's one of those things where you give a person time and space and allow them to do what they can do and they shine and she is shining as bright as any Superstar, she's like the superstar on the main yeah. roster right now. I think, yeah,
0: Fold even said, um, you know, we said that the bloody uh, face photo as of yeah. this recording that was trending a lot this week, yeah. And he goes, That's the face of a company, yeah, and they should run with that. So yeah. they even he wants more from WWE as a concern. Yeah. Lynch, yeah. like, um, and if we're truly going to be equals here, she will be uh, on the Mount Rushmore, like, she should always be yeah. on that poster. With those three other dudes and one other, right. like, like, like her and Rhonda and whoever else, yeah. she should never leave that poster at least for the next few years. I mean, she's you know on, on fire for yep. lack of a better term. <laughs> Straight fire, That's the best possible yeah. term. <laughs> but yeah, she she didn't have to wrestle and she had a great night. Yeah, uh, I I, I like I I gotta say I'm a sucker for these shows. Sometimes these shows don't deliver on the wrestling end.
3: The Raw twenty five didn't. Yeah. As an, an example no, of one
0: As an example, Smackdown 1000 way better. Yeah. Got a big tag title match, the match that should have happened at Super Show. Yeah. Uh, we new tag team champions. The yeah. Bar finally finally defeated New Day again. This is the second time they've conquered the New Day yeah. for for the titles. And I was just happy that it finally happened. And in a weird way. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Big Show being involved now?
3: It's pretty clear it's not going to be long-term. I I don't I guess I don't have a problem with it necessarily. It it was a little bit weird, but as it's going on, it's like okay, it's another hurdle for New Day to overcome because New Day they can win any match they're ever in, but hmm. Big Show gives them that thing, that uncertainty of maybe maybe they can't overcome them. So it's this they had to up the difficulty level for New Day, I think, and that's I think it's interesting for now you
0: know so chris since the big show wasn't an initial member of the bar obviously he wasn't mm-hmm. do you feel like they'll uh, get into that whole three-man team that has a tag title do you think big show will defend this as a competitor or do you think he's just a glorified cornerman?
3: i think he's the enforcer i don't think th- I don't know that it would necessarily be right for them to do it that way. It seems really weird, although they could make the argument for New Day as well. Like, What's good for one is good for the other. Yeah. But I...
0: I saw the potential of it, I'm just not sure if they're going to go with it. I'm not saying I want that. I hadn't even thought about that until
3: you said that, but now that... Since New Day can do that, yeah... Maybe they'll have a six-man title match at some point, you know, all six of them in the ring fighting for the titles, which that could be kind of interesting, but I personally, I don't see them going in the direction of allowing Big Show to be a part of the tag champs.
0: Gotcha. If they ever, ever, and even, it probably will never happen in a million years, but I say if they ever make a six-man title, which... Mm it's it's a failed title throughout history. Yeah. It, no. but if they ever did it, you would have to be able to defend it on all shows, and I'm even including yeah. NXT in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how far you would have to take it to make it somewhat uh, a some, some sort of success, I guess, right. but there you go. I don't
3: I don't want a six-man title. <laughs> I I was just saying like six men yeah. fighting
0: for the tag titles sure you know i I get it that's a very russo thing to do as well Uh, i mean
3: but since it's a team you know but
0: apparently we want smackdown women's tag titles and yeah you know what you i I asked you about this off air i said i'm seeing this sign a lot but the sign always looks the same right and it's always in different parts of the arena sometimes twice in the same arena during the same show you said you think that wwe is actually pushing this conversation
3: Maybe I mean when you see a whole bunch of the same signs over and over in the crowd, it to me it feels like either a fan printed out a whole bunch of them and are handing them out, or WWE is planning signs. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if they do that or not. That's just they've, something that well no,
0: they've done it in the past. Yeah. yeah, so
3: I, I mean, are we gonna get into? Women's I, I, title no, discussion. No, I just Sorry. I was
0: just kind of you know I thought about those two things at yeah, the same yeah. time. New title belts sure. and all that stuff. Like so. I
3: wouldn't. I like it in theory. I just don't know how well it would work.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe they would. They would have to do that for all shows. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. just, have just to get to travel around.
3: And that's not. That's nothing about the women. Like, I think, absolutely, they could do it. It's just, I'm one of those guys, I don't want so many titles on the show. Yeah. I think there's already too many. Well, I
0: was going to say, like, if you have one, you actually have to create two. Yeah. Or you you just have to say, yeah, they get to travel yeah. to both shows. That's the only way to not have to create two new tag right. titles. yeah. Because you, you'd have to. Yeah, you <laughs> okay? would. Okay.
3: <There's laughs> too many titles already, so just, uh, just don't.
0: But speaking of tag titles, we did have a uh, NXT tag title match, which I was looking forward to. I was surprised this wasn't going to be on the next TakeOver. Yeah. But now I think, oh yeah, now yes. I know why. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a War Raiders Undisputed Era match finally, which uh, was a, a DQ finish. I'm just saying it right out because yeah. I don't have it for Match of the Week. No. If there had been a proper finish, then yeah, it definitely would have contended. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. But it did kick off the show, so it immediately made me think that I, I smelled a rat because, you know, You can just watch these shows and know kind of how the shows are laid out. Sure. So we got a DQ finish, but in the best possible way, I suppose. Yeah. Because uh, we had someone finally come off of injured reserve, and that was the great Bobby Fish.
3: Yes. Undisputed era is at 100% now. Yeah.
0: The first time they've been at full strength ever ever, as far as a four-man unit. So Mm -hmm. this is very exciting. So what do they do now? I mean, Fish and O'Reilly were the unit yeah and Roderick has settled in very well with O'Reilly yeah. so what are they gonna do they I feel are like they gonna do the New Day thing <laughs>
3: well I think they could I feel like they should just leave it on O'Reilly and Strong for now okay I think Bobby Fish can there's two other titles in the company that mm-hmm. Cole and Fish could go for so maybe just go with that for now
0: yeah I could see Bobby being a North American champion yeah. at this point definitely for sure I mean he's good enough to have any of them yeah but I think Adam Cole, they're obviously setting up this unit as Adam Cole being the singles star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's got to be the long term booking here. Sure. I, I think they see it as, I think they definitely see Fish and O'Reilly as the tag team. Yeah. They definitely think that Roderick has potential as a singles guy. Yeah. He's got a good look and he's a great wrestler. Yeah,
3: and I could see, well, I could see Strong definitely either North American or World or NXT champ. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I'm even thinking like main roster terms too. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And, and also obviously Adam Cole is a massive star. Yeah. So. so
3: I would like to see fish and O'Reilly get back together as a team. Sure. But I don't want, I don't want strong to just hand the title over to no. Bobby fish. And I don't know. I don't really want to see the new day Freebirds thing with okay. them necessarily.
0: I mean, they don't have to, because do. I don't think they need that. to, you know, because yeah.
3: they're all going to be out there helping each other anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, I've heard some other people say this, and I've thought this as well. Don't you feel like Shayna Baszler, in a weird way, it's it's a non-heel thing to say, but she is more interesting as a challenger than she is as a champion. She is super-duper dangerous as a challenger. When yeah. she's mad, yeah. she is really difficult to watch in the That's sense great. of like the way she acts and the way she has matches. Yeah, So... It's unlike any of the heels I've been trained to know about in the past. Right. They always talk about how Ric Flair was a better champion than a challenger, but she, I think she's the she flipped the script on it. What a heel is like. She yeah. is she is a danger when she is hungry and mad. Yeah. And yeah. she kind of just sits and uh, rests on her laurels as a champion. She kind of turns into like I'm the best, and you know. Yeah. Not, she just kind of like messes
3: a, with people. She doesn't yeah. really because she did have the thing with Dakota Kai. Yeah. Where she was just messing with her.
0: But, yeah, she wasn't even, like, that serious about it. But
3: when she has something to prove or something to chase, yeah, I can I can see that. I hadn't thought about that, but... Yeah,
0: because the way she was with Britt Baker, like, was like, man. Yeah. Like, despicable. Yeah. And that's what she should be conveying. We've talked about her a lot this year when it yeah. comes to that, so I just, uh, I you know, we talked about her match at Evolution already and the fact that she regained her title. Mm. I just hope that they've learned from that now, like... I need her to be exactly like she is as a challenger Yeah. because that's really... This one's going to be the telling uh, story, I think, right. for her in yeah. NXT. I just hope that they learn from that. Like I said, it's way more fun as a challenger right now. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. I hope she has a good reign. I say now she's probably going to be champ for a year unless... I think I said this on that women's show, unless they just pull the trigger on her for mania. Right. As far as like bringing her up you know, after TakeOver, she might drop it there. Yeah, maybe. But I don't see her relinquishing it any earlier than WrestleMania week at this just point. It just depends
3: on what they want to do and if they want to push someone else up into that spot. Because, I honestly, I don't know that she has a lot to prove. Yeah. I think um, maybe just more time but and maybe take on some of the other challengers that she hasn't faced yet. But other than that, I don't know that there's not a whole lot more for her to do necessarily other than just beat more people. Because yeah. she's already risen to the top. She's already gotten really good. And maybe just a little more experience talking. But she's even gotten a lot better at that. Yeah. So I think she's ready whenever they want to pull her up.
0: Yeah. And we kind of brushed on this earlier, but the, the five-man match yeah. in 205, that was that was super fun. Yeah. That was all over the place. Yeah. It was... <laughs> it was uh, I, I People overuse the term train wreck, I think. It wasn't that, because no, train wreck implies something that's hard to watch. Yeah. This thing was just, it was like five gazelles running around and trying <laughs> yeah, to catch them, or yeah. rodeo clowns, <laughs> and you can't <laughs> catch them.
3: Well, yeah, because they're all super agile, super fast cruiserweights. They all, I wouldn't say they do the same thing, but they're, I mean, you have Leo Rush, who's all over the place. You have Grand Metalik, who is all over the ropes. You have Cedric Alexander, who's kind of all around. And Tony Neese, he does a lot of flying, too. And and then TJP, who does it all. So, yeah, yeah, it was just, there was a lot of stuff going on. And you had to pay attention to all of it, because it was all over the place. But it was that controlled chaos kind of thing. There
0: there you go. That's a good way to put it. You you nailed it, Chris. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was, uh, you know... As soon as I saw that match, I'm like, well, that one's going to be hard to beat. I had it pinpointed originally as match of the week, but something else uh, was abound. And, you know, if they hadn't done this, then we'd be talking about that. We have a brand new show to get through now. Another one. In our monthly viewings. Uh, The spinoff of NXT. NXT UK. Yes. Are you surprised they actually went the NXT brand route for this?
3: I... No, not necessarily, because I think for what they're trying to do, NXT holds a better uh, image as far as a brand than WWE would. The title is still the WWE UK title, which I think is weird. They never rebranded that.
0: No.
3: But the show calling it NXT UK automatically gives it a sense of what it is and what it's meant to do.
0: Okay. I'm uh, very curious about all of this. I mean, of course I knew that there was going to be an initial cast of characters here, and uh, we might kind of assess a lot of them down the road individually as we go because we haven't talked about a lot of these people yet.
4: Yeah.
0: We didn't talk a whole lot about the UK tournament because I didn't watch it in proper time. Right. I had since seen it, of course, but I apologize. No. I but it. now we're, we're kind of seeing what these people can do consistently on a weekly basis and all this other stuff. I don't even know how far along these matches were taped. I don't even care now.
3: They were these... All of these episodes aired in October were taped in July.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Um, I do know something really crazy, which uh, I guess... I don't know how this could be seen as a spoiler, so those initial episodes that were taped in July are they just going to go in real time now, basically like NXT where they do a whole bunch in a row? Is that is that what you can tell is going on? Or I know because
3: I remember when they were announcing the NXT UK events. Yeah, there they've already taped a few different cities. Mm-hmm. All of the ones we've seen so far, up as of this recording, were in Cambridge. Yeah. So that was this was a two day event. All of these shows Definitely. came from these same two days, that and they sense. did a few of those. So I, I don't like the look
0: at the place. I like that camera choice. Looks like yeah. an old castle or something. Yeah, it's I,
3: the Cambridge Corn Exchange is what it's called. Okay. So it sure had something to do with farming. I don't yeah. know. But, do
0: you, Do you know they've already crowned their women's uh, champion? Yeah. By the way, do you know who it is? Yeah. Okay, I know now because I when I was looking up Evolution results again for yeah, notes today. Dark match. Yeah. Yeah. They. That's why
3: I didn't want to say anything. when We were talking about Evolution because I knew. Yeah. I knew prior to that because I saw a picture of her with the title belt on Twitter. So.
0: Just due to looking up the notes for Evolution, I got spoiled the NXT Women's UK <laughs> Champion. Welcome Chris. to my world, you. Oh yes, thank you. I we will we will not spoil it for the listeners at home. I'd say this will be a fun journey to take. Just watch NXT UK. There's some. It looks like there's some good talent on here. People I was pretty familiar with for the most part. There's enough familiar faces yeah. if you have paid attention to any of these tournaments over the last few yeah. years or watch but, NXT. Yeah, then you'll know. A good amount of these people. Yeah. Uh It's... I like how... It, it does feel like two different worlds. Like, America and the UK are very different in a lot of... uh the, Over in America, for instance, Danny Birch is a tag team wrestler. Right. And over in the UK, he's a badass singles wrestler. Yeah. So, that's cool. I, you know... I, I'm i also wondering how much talent trading we're going to see here. Like... I'm curious to see... I t- because I feel like these first batch... This first batch of shows
3: was just kind of testing the waters to see what it all, was all going to be. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody we're seeing on these initial shows is going to stay for the long term. Yeah, or if they're, they're even just, contracted. yeah. yeah. Or, I... or if they're just... Even people like Dakota Kai and Noam Dar, who was on this first show, he's been on uh, some of these initial episodes. I don't know if he's going to stick around. I feel like he's just a short-term guy for for these these first uh, tapings.
0: Yeah, I was, I was wondering about that because he's not losing every match on yeah. these episodes i won't say which ones yeah but he's not losing them all so i thought well, okay if he lost all the matches then he's not gonna stay right. and he's just gonna go back to 205 now yeah. i even wonder if he's gonna go back to 205 i don't know yeah but obviously more recently he's been on 205 than the actual uk thing now we're getting into a whole timeline yeah. and i feel like charlie day's behind me <laughs> right now with the chalkboard <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I'm I'm curious. I, I think what will happen if I had to guess, some of them will cross over and make the trip every month. Yeah. And I think the rest of them will wind up working ICW or whatever. Yeah. Like when they're not in town and yeah. then but they're on call. I think they're gonna have they're probably gonna have different contracts for people like this yeah. where um, you know, it's okay to take any bookings, but let us know in advance when you are doing your yeah. thing and then Block these days off. Yeah. Don't get bookings well, for these days. I, I think, think that's like what all
3: it's of these guys, because even Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Pete Dunne, they've mm-hmm. all been doing indie stuff too. Yeah. Because they don't have regular... Pete Dunn's been on NXT a lot. Yeah. But...
0: But Pete goes to so many indie shows. Like, he's wrestled indie shows all over America. Even, I mean, obviously Europe, too. Yeah. But he's going there and representing as the UK champion. He actually defends his title on these indie shows. It's unprecedented.
3: But then you have other, like, level right below that guys, like Mark Andrews. Who's been on 205 Live a few times. He's been on NXT a couple times. Yeah. But it's not a regular thing, it's sporadic, so yeah, that's the on-call things, but he still has his other stuff on the any scenes. And then you have other guys like Zach Gibson and Wolfgang, and, and those guys who we've seen before, but they don't have any sort of regular thing going on. And yeah. then newer guys like the Coffee Brothers and Ashton Smith, and a lot of people we saw at the this second tournament that are uh, Legero. I like Legero; he's fun.
0: Yeah, he's fun. Dave Mastiff sticks out. Mastiff, yeah. That guy is yeah did you, that, did, were you annoyed by the way the camera shakes when he walks like they uh, literally do the trimmer thing yeah. when he walks out there it's it's
3: fine it's fun
0: are you surprised they didn't do that with stroman yet mm, yeah like, i guess that's mm. the first thing i thought of right <laughs> so but yeah i mean they they seem like really they're, they're fun shows to watch they feel nxt like yeah. so I'm um, cool with that. They and feel
3: house showy to me right now. Okay. Um, the matches are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The the, main the event, crowd is amazing. Yeah, the main event matches are, are have been great on every episode. Yeah. The crowd is fun because it's different chants and different things because it's the European crowd.
0: There's been one or two instances where I'm like, okay, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Calm down.
3: It wasn't quite the Mustache Mountain uh, Undisputed undisputed (laughs) Era chant, but it was close.
0: But what a great main event to kick off your series with. I mean, you don't get any better than Pete Dunne defending the UK title at this point. Yeah. And he did it against Noam Dar. Yeah. Great contrast in styles. Yeah. Two great personalities. Uh, The wrestling is all there. Yeah. Uh, it's just oh, I I can't say enough about this match, other than the fact that I would like to award it match of the week.
3: Fair enough, I completely agree. I already had that marked on my sheet here. Nice. So yeah, I I've said before how much I like Noam Dar, and since he's come back from his injury, I've liked him even more. So I hope the best for Noam Dar in anything he wants to do. Maybe it would be better for him if he did move over to the NXT UK for now because he's having like championship matches whereas on 205 live he's being highlighted at some points but there's a lot of people the that he's gonna have to contend with
0: yeah i mean at some point that's gonna be up to the company to make that decision like they okay do we what do we have long term they they really need to assess a lot of different individuals when it comes to things like this or else Mm -hmm. it's gonna get really convoluted bad things can happen yeah bad bookings could happen yeah and you just have to stay consistent with some of these people. Yeah. How they are treated on one show, they should be treated equally on this other show. Yeah. So let's hope that's the case. Yeah. That's definitely a wait and see at this point. Yeah. Uh, moving on to week four. And definitely, we talked about the beginning segment of Raw at the top of the show for obvious reasons. Yeah. Now, man, I'll tell you. I mean, obviously, this didn't. This wasn't the story that was going to trend. Uh, crossover, mainstream media... But for wrestling fans, like, I I gotta say, I applaud the ending of this show. Because here's the thing. There are some people that may have... They, they may come in at Raw on the second hour. Maybe they don't get home in time, but mm. maybe not everybody has a DVR. I'm assuming most people do. But just in case, let's say, for instance, it's old school and people are coming in. They get the call. They get a text. Oh, my God, did you hear about Roman? So they tune into the show so they mm. can watch it live immediately. And... You know, you see all the rewinds and all that stuff. And, you know, the the show is okay. There's some fun stuff on this show. Mm. But, you know, of course, the build-up is to the big Raw tag title match at the end. And everybody knows about this, so let's just go ahead and talk about it. You saw Rollins and Ambrose win the tag titles against McIntyre and Ziggler. And then... This, this is the only thing that actually bothers me about this, because I actually applaud the decision to turn Dean heel, and on this night specifically. Yeah. I have no problem with this. There are people yeah. that are really mad about this yeah, right. still. But that's, that's it, the deal. That's it, the business. It
3: makes the most sense. It yeah. gave him, because I had talked before about just, how yeah. much this... The whole, oh, is Ambrose going to turn or not? And then he didn't at, well, I guess Superstar Showdown or whatever. No. So I was like, oh, this is a dumb two-week thing. And it kind of was because we had talked how it felt like it was going nowhere. Yeah. But this was the point to where it's like, okay, this happened. What do we do now? And I that was the perfect time. He capitalized on that real-life sympathy for the people involved, the S.H.I.E.L.D. When you saw them come out... It was tough to watch because Seth Rollins was crying like yeah. openly. Yeah. Dean wasn't so much, but you could tell he was emotional. Yeah, and so
0: I think there was already. I mean, obviously there was a plan there already. Yeah, yeah. and they'll you'll look back on that photo and yeah. that'll tell the whole story.
3: Yeah. And then to have Ambrose turn on Rollins at the end was yeah, it was it, it worked fantastically. I think yeah,
0: so. I think it's great for Ambrose too, yeah. especially this is. I always feel like the heel turn is always better for the heel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but of course, you know, Seth is going to garner a lot of sympathy. Yeah, but but it's all comeuppance, too. Yeah, and I dig that. Like, right on the front end, like, here's the thing, I'll... We were talking about this. I was talking about this with Noel. Like, storyline wise, like, well, we always like to make the point that Roman actually turned his back on the Shield first. Because Roman was the guy that went into business for himself with the Royal Rumbles and stuff like that. So he was always kind of pushing. And we know all the behind the scenes stuff about Roman. So it kind of, we kind of like to make that joke. He's the guy that really, truly turned on the Shield first. But obviously, storyline wise, they want us to say it was Seth Rollins. Right. But the fact that Seth owned it on the next promo in the next week. I think that makes this even more compelling of a yeah. story because he's confused. We're not so confused, but he's basically working it out out loud to the crowd yeah. that's in his head. And we all know all this, but I like the fact that they're not having any kind of revisionist history. Yeah, It's there. It's one of the biggest moments in the history of Raw, yeah. so you can't not talk about it.
3: And it was cool because, like you said, he was owning up to it. And when he called Ambrose out the next week, was that the one where he was up in the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. So Rollins wasn't happy, but he wasn't like yelling at Ambrose initially. He was like, Hey, I don't understand it, but you know what? History happened. I've done things. You've done things. Let's talk about this like brothers. It's
0: almost like he was willing to actually forgive him. Right. Because he's like, dude, that was your receipt. Fine. I'm willing to let it pass.
3: But then Ambrose he didn't say anything but he kept pushing you could see like he was trying he knew how to get into Rollins head and that's what he was doing and that that whole character interaction I think was great because Rollins Rollins had to carry all of the talking in that but it believably went from hey can we talk about this like friends and brothers to you are a bastard why are (laughs) you doing this I'm (laughs) super angry now and it pulls you over to Rollins side Organically, it felt natural as opposed yeah. to "I'm mad and I." But what about your history? He's Like, I don't care. It wasn't like that. It was. Yeah. It was very natural. It the,
0: felt. And the fact that Ambrose had a mic, that yeah. thing, he walked out there yeah. with a the mic. Yeah. So you just assume. I mean this is kind of like, you know, in brain psychology wrestling 101. on right. You have a mic, you're going to use it. Yeah. Ambrose kept short arming the mic towards his mouth and kept pulling yeah. it down. He did that a couple... there was one point where he actually did have the mic at his mouth and he had his mouth open. Yeah. And he didn't say anything. Yeah. He just left it. And and Rollins actually interrupted. That was towards the end of the promo. And uh, he yeah. actually interrupted yeah. him now. Now it's almost like no, I'm gonna i I'm gonna keep talking, you right. son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> This is great. And this is exactly how I wanted this feud to be. They've already feuded with each other in the past yeah. in the initial breakup. Yeah. But now it it, it there's almost not a clear cut good guy, even though yeah. they're obviously painting Ambrose as the bad guy yeah. here. I like that it's still gray and yeah. we can actually make up our minds now who we're going to root for right. in this. And I think that they've still left it up to us yeah. to do that. Yeah, And, I like that he was going to forgive him. Like, dude, last week sucked. And this was, uh, you were purging your emotions. Anything you've had misgivings about me and what you're feeling about what happened with Roman, that's the way you should handle this kind of stuff. They said don't exploit Roman's thing. But you got to talk about it. Yeah, You know, if you weren't going to talk about it, you shouldn't have had him do the promo, honestly. You can't contain those things if it's going to be part of your episodic television show. I'm sorry. But, yeah. It's going to if this isn't the feud of the end of this part of the year and next year, then they failed because this is this has all the makings of hopefully everything. Hopefully they've learned from Johnny and and Tomasa. Yeah. Like how to actually have a real personal blood feud. Right. And they just got to just rip that off. hopefully, And they'll be gold. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree. And I don't think it's exploiting the the reigns thing. It's no, it's, no. it's using it as part of the story because it is part of the yeah. story.
0: He's gonna sit back home and watch this and be—he's gonna be happy. He's for gonna him. love it. Yeah, he's, this is, he's like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. Like, this is if, if I can't be there, this is the way it should be. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm right behind him, man. Yeah.
3: yeah. The only other thing on Raw that I thought was interesting happened the week before too is with the breakup, the shattering of the Shield. That whole storyline is going away. And it was already starting to go away the previous week, because that was the week where Braun Strowman is not happy with his dogs of war. Despite winning the sixth man the week winning, before. Yeah.
0: And just ripping their ass during the yeah. match, even though they won it. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> two weeks in a row, Drew McIntyre kicked Strowman in the face. So that was kind of what I was getting at earlier, talking about they're already kind of pushing Drew McIntyre up to the top. Um, he's leapfrogging over ziggler where that's gonna be a bit of a a feud i think as well which sure. they were already kind of touching on that in the weeks that followed um into november which i've seen the first couple weeks already so that leads into well, later the thing that we didn't watch the crown jewel <laughs> as to why is like why yeah, let's did talk, they do that
0: let's talk about that because they put the uh, belt back on brock yeah okay the only thing I can think of why they did that, and I'll just go ahead and talk about it now. Mm. i opposed supposed to talk about it next month because sure. it won't be fresh then. Yeah. Is that was strictly because of what happened with Roman. I think Roman would have retained uh, right. at Crown Jewel. Yeah. I think that they had to put the belt back on Brock because all that stuff they invested in Roman beating Brock and mm. the whole buildup for years now. Yeah now even though it happened and some of that stuff still means something hmm. it definitely helped out both guys yeah in the weird way it did hmm. but now we have to have a new guy yeah and i don't think they even know really honestly they might have a few ideas but i don't think it's brawn
3: it doesn't seem that way at this point yeah i
0: think despite the fact that this is should be mcmahon's wet dream i don't <laughs> yeah. think it is yeah um, I just think that he's missing just a little something. Yeah. The same reason I thought Roman was missing a little something yeah. extra. Uh, so I think by putting it back on Brock is a reset. Yeah. And Brock's oh, yeah, going to hold sure. that title a lot longer still than people think he you is. You think he's
3: going to get past Mania with it?
0: Maybe not, but that's where, if they're going to hand it off, that's where they have to do it. Yeah. Especially considering that Brock won at Mania last year. I yeah. just think it makes all the sense in the world. Here's our new guy. Don't even know who it is yet. But here's a new guy, and that has to be the guy that beat whoever's going to be the guy has to beat Brock. Sure. So that's why Brock has the title again. It's basically what yeah, I'm saying. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So that's my reasoning behind that.
3: I was just thinking, building up Drew. There's a there's a great feud there between Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Like right away. It should
0: be for the title, but yeah. it's not. This yeah. is going to be. This is definitely going to be a feud for the next quarter in the beginning of yeah. the, the the new year, but. Whether the title's involved, it would have to be, you know. it have they, They'd they have to have some really good stellar matches to be considered to maybe have a triple threat against Lesnar at main. Right. Be. And Lesnar would just be almost a prop in this whole thing. Yeah. That's probably where it's going. Yeah. If I had to, like, put a little bit of money on it, that's where I'm calling the Universal title is triple threading. Of course, if everybody stays in good health. Right. Let's hope they do. Um, <laughs> that being said, if... Uh, and and will I am fine with this. Roman already gets cleared. He comes back, and it's a four-way right. at Mania. Fine, that's great. Yeah. That's great, and you're gonna have the best moment doing that. Yeah, awesome. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying that, but sure, do yeah. it. Fine. That that's how much I want him to be okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Other than that, the the fourth
3: week of the month wasn't the best. I guess it was it was the build into Evolution. But even the build into that was just kind of coasting into it, I felt.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had that little blow off, little brawl on SmackDown. Yeah. You know, and that's fine, everything. And I'm glad they at least talked about the Battle Royal a little bit. Yeah. Because that was one of the things I was looking forward to a lot. Uh, you know, Tyler Bate Wolfgang on UK was good. Yeah. NXT was the. We, we should definitely talk about this. Uh, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah there credit. was some stuff on the next scene i was right about who attacked alistair yeah i said it from the first night that they posted the video yeah that uh johnny it makes did sense. it yeah. yeah of course johnny did it johnny had to go to this darker place to get his last match against Tomasa, and everything blew up in his face and now this has blown up in his yeah. face
3: <laughs> i'm sad it makes me sad <laughs> um also like he did that months ago and he's been doing all this stuff in between i guess faking like he wanted to to be back to johnny wrestling and now that this is revealed he's like super duper heel like he's he's like champa heel now
0: yeah so and even his wife is uh joining him she's wearing really. the black lipstick yeah. here and yeah and um So this is still a work in progress. I know I'm kind of doing a wait and see on this. I know
3: it is. And (laughs) I feel if this is the journey to get back to or to get to Johnny winning the title as Johnny wrestling once again, and that's the big WrestleMania weekend payoff for this whole thing, that will be the best thing in the world. And I will be super happy about it right now. My heart is sad and Mm -hmm. I, I just want my Johnny back.
0: Yeah, gotcha. (laughs) <laughs> so
3: they, they got me I mean that means that They yeah. completely got me Invested in this
0: Yeah I love that Nikki Always knew That's the best Maybe right Like yeah. Nikki Cross I like that this Elevated Nikki Cross I mean yeah. seriously It did That was really really
3: cool How they did all that Because Nikki had the match And then Alistair Black Came out at the end of it So they're mixing The men and the women Aren't being segregated They're all in the same storylines And it's interweaving it It feels like One continuous Event Rather than segments of a show, yeah. I thought I, that was really really cool.
0: I, I would definitely hug the writer that came up with Nikki always because they they knew from day one that Nikki yeah. was going to know about it yeah. too because they had all the footage there. Yeah, they
3: had to stage it all to get with like every single member of the NXT I, locker room outside that night. I got to <laughs> applaud that
0: whoever whoever produced that whole thing yeah. was. I mean, that's a person that should forever be on the payroll. It
3: looked ridiculous. It It looked kind of hokey to me. Yeah, but But it's... But being able to plan all that together to throw people off, it felt like a bad mystery, murder mystery. Well, it's it's the Who Ran Over Austin thing. Yeah, where you have to have everyone... You have to see everyone's faces because everyone's a suspect. Yeah. Like, I know you don't watch The Walking Dead, but there's there's a scene where someone dies, and people who read the comic know that someone's going to die. And in the comic, there's only like four people out there, but in the TV show, they have the entire cast lined up <laughs> just to throw people off. It's dumb, yeah. but yeah. Well, it was not dumb, but it was kind of silly. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I felt when I saw that.
0: Yeah, because this was who ran over Austin meets who shot Mister Burns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like if they'd have been able to have this kind of filming technology when Austin got ran over, right? People would have been eating it up. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's fun, man. It worked. It worked. It was sports entertainment. (laughs) But
3: But this was also the night that Mia Yim debuted as well. Her, I guess she has been on NXT before. Yes, but this was her debut as a full-time NXT superstar.
0: Yeah, straight out of Evolution on a good roll. actually this episode was better than i give it credit for yeah because you had me I'm debuting and you had ec3 upsetting adam cole yeah there was a lot of fun stuff on this show, yeah so it was worth watching there wasn't
3: like the one marquee match it was like yeah. that's the thing
0: but, but we can't yeah. do that to our heads yeah. we can't yeah. expect that of them because yeah. if they did that it, it could get old yeah. after a while yeah, yeah, yeah so i agree but yeah um um Going back to kissing 205 Live's butt here. I mean, uh, I got to give Mustafa Ali and Hideo Itami the match of the week. I Absolutely. mean, this ran away with it. And there was, hey, man, that tag title on Raw was good. Yeah. And uh, I even like to use those versus Daniel and AJ for what it was, you know. Yeah, it, uh, was,
3: it was fun for what it was.
0: And at least there's that asterisk and exception to the rule of the way WWE treats our tag teams. Yeah. Even if it's for the purpose of story, right. the fact that a really good tag team beat two massive superstars yeah. two times in a row yep. is at least something to be said and the usos deserve that kind of accolade i agree they deserve those heads on their mantle if you will yes but yes going back ali versus atami paying off this feud with a falls count anywhere match which uh i think they've pretty much just done one other time It was kind of a hardcore match i guess the buddy murphy ali match i don't yeah. remember exactly what it was called yeah but that one actually did have a pin fall in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. If it was. It could have been Last Man Standing. I don't even know. But that was a great match, too. Yeah. This match was super cool. Hideo is always going to be over with me. Like, I know that his star isn't massive here in America, but I know him to be a killer. Yeah. And mm. he's going against the guy that you can't kill. Oh, yeah. So this so, is a great yeah. matchup for me. Yeah. And I think this feud gave me everything I wanted as a payoff to this feud.
3: Yep. I agree. Once again 205 Live is having the best payoffs for feuds on their actual television show.
0: Yeah. Do you ever do you ever have that counter, you know, the the white dot red dot? Do you have that on your network for WWE? Sometimes,
3: yeah, not all of the
0: but, Chills, but, yeah. but more often than not, you see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't you get excited when you know what the match is yeah. for the main event and you see that yeah. the white dot is real early on yeah. versus the last red dot? That and you're like, ooh, yeah, they're going to yeah. give them like a half hour for this. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I love that. The anticipation. It's like, I'm, I'm insane during that first match because yeah. I just want to get to it. Yeah. And, uh, the
3: finish to that. Like, Jesus, oh, <laughs> so, there's yeah. so many us to this match. Yeah, but. You, Building up to that and just that, yeah. I don't want to even talk about it because I want people to watch it.
0: That it's a must watch. Yeah. Mustafa Ali is the new please don't die guy. Yeah, he's yeah. been that way for a while. Yeah, but he is truly that guy, and I've been saying it all year. This guy is a superstar. Yeah. He's got the it factor. He's got the athletic ability. People love him. Yeah, the more people know about him, the more the level spread for him. Yeah. He is everything that an underdog is, and he's everything that a superstar is. Yeah. So yeah,
3: so after that, the aforementioned evolution happened. We've already talked about it. Um, We didn't pick our favorite matches of that. I I don't don't believe we talked about all the
0: matches. We should probably save that sort of for the end of the show because I feel like their best match is probably the Super Card match of the month.
3: Yeah, I I think so. All right, so we'll save save the best for last. We'll save that. We just have one more week left. We're finally there. This was but this was one of the weeks where there were two UK episodes. So Yeah, what
0: what's up with I'm that? I'm not sure
3: what's up with that. I think maybe they they have a schedule for regular tapings when regular airings of those tapings um, and then maybe they're just trying to get through all of the stuff they've pre-taped. Okay. Because yeah, the
0: they've, they've already crowned champions. Yeah. So let's get there, yeah. you know. Because give us like six said, shows for this week, Chris. Six shows. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Seven Seven including Evolution Plus Main Event Oh so,
3: yeah. There's Raw, SmackDown, Mixed Match Challenge Two UKs, 205, NXT and Main Event
0: I'm gonna make a New Year's resolution for next year Chris Once mm-hmm. we finish our year end episode yeah. Um I mean Hell I mean we've already got five shows to watch What's two more matches mm-hmm. So Main Event will be included from now on Yeah With our uh With our wrap up show. Yeah I don't
3: no I don't have a chance to watch it I don't have Hulu mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't have a chance to watch it. So I'd have to find another way to do it. We'll just do it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we'll just
0: have a night where we we can. I'll tell you what. When there was a time where I was actually really good at watching it. Mm-hmm. And you can get through the whole month in like one, like like two hours. Oh, yeah. Because it's two matches and they're not yeah. even that long yeah. ever. And only, you know, they just do the raw wrap up. Yeah. So you can get through a whole month in two hours. Yeah. So we're just going to hang out once a month and do that. All right. And that's the way we'll do it from yeah. now on. So that's a behind the scenes. We, we but, have
3: more to say about Heath Slater and Rhino and Kurt Hawkins the, and Mike Kanellis and the revival and the, all those people we've done that this year.
0: With the revival, I think it was either Dash or Dawson that tweeted out, You want to see some good tag team wrestling? Yeah. He goes, watch that main of it match. This is the I, I think they wrestled the B team that week mm-hmm. or something on. He goes, That is one you gotta watch. Yeah. Like I've never seen anybody plug their main event match until then. That's cool. So I I actually have to go back and watch that now. Yeah,
3: I'm going to go back and watch. I I watched a few because they put them on delay on the network, and I went back and started watching the January, but I think I only got through January. Yeah. So So
0: I I do have a positive with Hulu that I do get to watch it that week, so I'm going to start doing it finally.
3: Speaking of the revival.
0: Yes, go ahead. I, I
3: mentioned it earlier on Raw. This is the week where they had their match against the Lucha House Party.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't so, see it. Yeah, it was good.
3: Well, I mean, I would I'm love sure, to have seen it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it would have been better if it had give, been given more time, on like on a main event or something like that. Sure. But it was a fun match, and it was just great to see the Lucha House Party on there, and they've been on Raw repeat or like at least a couple times over the okay. past few weeks.
0: Someone who had been missing in action for me for a long time on Raw was Apollo Cruz. Yeah. I almost forgot he worked there. He did
3: some stuff the previous couple weeks.
0: Oh, yeah. What's yeah. he been doing? Because I, I, Michael Gold said, oh, Apollo's really been stepping up. I'm like, oh, he's been getting booked. Right, yeah. He, I mean, you know, hey, to be fair, maybe Apollo Crews needed some time. Yeah. Um, this is a guy they obviously see as a potential main event guy. Yeah. He's a hybrid big man, yeah. as in he can fly yeah. and he's strong. Yeah. He's got a good smile, a good personality, like we talked about before with a guy like a Keith Lee. Yeah. He's a lot smaller than Keith. But, you know, it's a guy that you would think that they would want to push just looking at him. Yeah. So this just means maybe they said on him. I know he made a couple of mistakes in some marquee matches down the road when he first got called up. Mm-hmm. I saw him on Botchamania. There's one where he messed up so bad. Like, he, I think he blew a finish during when he was wrestling Jericho. Oh, really? And it's on that, you know, when everybody talks too much, you can hear him yeah. doing the cues. Oh, yeah. He was apologizing to Jericho during the match. Oh. You can hear him go, I'm so sorry. So maybe he was just not totally ready. Maybe. And maybe it's just that, you know, lights are on bright, a little bit brighter. Yeah. So maybe he just needs some time. And, you know, I think when he's ready, he'll be ready. Yeah. And so him getting the match against Ziggler, I think, is definitely a step in the right direction. Because yeah. he wasn't just cannon fodder. I mean, they definitely... Yeah. It he wasn't had the a good longest show.
3: match, but it was, he had a really good showing. Yeah. He had a very he good show. View. But yeah, pre, a couple... Two, three weeks before that, he yeah. interrupted Elias when Elias was doing something in the ring. Oh, okay. And he had a match with Elias. Um, he, he lost it, but he had another good showing. Good. So consistently good showings in short-ish matches, but with really good guys.
0: The only other reason I was really excited about Super Show this last month was because Elias was wrestling. I never oh, yeah. get to see him wrestle. Really? Like, hardly ever. Oh. I never see him wrestle. Huh.
3: So he doesn't wrestle a ton. Honestly, I know but, that's kind
0: of cool. Actually, yeah. it's kind of cool that he doesn't wrestle a lot. Yeah. Like, that. you know, I don't know that that's what makes him unique. Yeah. So
3: but this was also I don't remember which week this was, but there was like three rematches in a row of like Balor and Lashley. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: This was the whole month. They pretty much yeah, wrestled each other. like
3: why I, I don't necessarily mind that feud. I don't. We've talked about what we feel about Lashley. Leo Rush helps a ton for entertainment value for those, but I get tired of the WWE's
0: sense 50-50 that
3: 50 booking. A good feud means we just book the same match over and over again. Yeah. Like just week after week. It's like
0: this is also proof that Baron Corbin can add nothing to anything. Yeah. He really can't. Yeah. You know, as as much as he was emotionally involved in this. Yeah it really didn't help it did it i mean oh hey lashley you're on crown jewel now you're replacing john cena why is that well i can't really tell you (laughs) (laughs) so what good does that do for lashley if lashley hadn't just shown up and actually jumped john cena while he had shown up during some sort of special raw segment injured him the same way he injured kevin owens on television and actually earned his spot as a bastard the way Corbin still would have rewarded that—that's right. a way better idea. I get maybe you couldn't have got Cena that week, yeah. But why couldn't they have? Why right. couldn't they have just asked him? Like, hey, uh, dude, I get that you're not doing this. Can we do this at least? I mean, or maybe I guess he said no. He
3: still in Hong Kong? Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to show up. Like, since he didn't want to be at the show, he didn't want to dignify WWE with any sort of out for them to give him an out for the show
0: that's a good point that's a good point I mean, so speaking of an out <laughs> we found out what daniels was <laughs> that week because they went ahead and booked oh, the yeah. match that uh yeah. he was gonna have at crown jewel that yeah. he, he earned the right to wrestle crown jewel for the wwe title against aj styles and i just like that it just they based it on shane going yeah screw it let's do it so, yeah, yeah. they made the best of
3: it yeah it, it made the show exciting to watch yeah. I didn't expect Brian to win the match because of everything that was going on. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> yeah, that was it was definitely I kind of knew what the finish was, yeah. There, but man
3: They made the best of the situation, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. Another another good outing perspective. I think that show actually kind of it, it kind of Built under itself, it started great from the beginning, yeah. and then by the end of it, I was like, Egh. Yeah, because the tag match was just those four guys, oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about yeah. Mysterio Hardy, Orton in the Miz, yeah, the, the, like, the uh... World
3: Cup guys,
0: yeah, because I mean... even Nakamura Truth was pretty damn fun, I gotta yeah. say, yeah. you know. And uh, <laughs> who doesn't love Fabulous Truth? I, yeah, I, I don't want to know anybody that yeah. doesn't like them. <laughs>
3: you watch Mixed Match Challenge
0: a little bit here and there, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm I'm not so far behind, but I'm not caught up, either. yeah.
3: Because they're, they're really fun on that. I mean, it's
0: going to go on the rest of the year, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to lead up to Mania at this point, right? Not Mania. Yeah. <laughs> it feels
3: like it is. <laughs> the The finals are going to be decided at whatever the December pay-per-view is, I think. Oh, okay. TLC, I think. Yeah, probably
0: TLC. It was um, supposed to be TLC in October, but mm-hmm. thankfully they didn't have any, like, quote-unquote real pay-per-views. No, right. <laughs> they didn't have a regular-ass formatted yeah. WWE show. Yeah. So it actually got... It did get bumped to December for that reason. Because I actually have it. On my calendar here. Oh, really? Because at the beginning of the year, let's see right here, they had it for uh, October 21st. Look oh, at okay. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And I think it was actually going to be in Texas, too. That was... was, I was that a little Evolution? bummed out about that. No, that was the week before. Never yeah. Right. Yeah, mind. Um, it, it was the week before what Evolution would have been. Yeah. So they would have had three big shows. Yeah. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, but um, something I never thought I'd say. <laughs> uh, we got to see The Brood versus The Bar <laughs> yeah. on Halloween. Sort of, yeah. Oh, when you heard that music, did you not just mark out? That was really
3: cool. I started doing the the, the head bob side yeah. to side. Yeah, yeah, that crowd from I the Rumble. Yeah. I
0: still, I never yeah. forgot that. Um, best possible scenario in costumes.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes Every- perfect
0: sense. Yeah, everybody was who you thought they would be. Yeah. Thankfully, and good mannerisms. I, I I give it a solid A minus. Yeah. Uh, as far as like the overall execution of the cosplay, I agree. Yeah, it was really so, good. I yeah. Liked it. Tricker, uh, was it Tricker Street Fight? Yes. Tricker Street Fight.
3: It was it Big E versus Cesaro? Yes, even yeah. though everybody was involved yeah. in this thing. Yeah, it like Street Fight.
0: Uh, I, I saw like a, um, what was it? Like a death Valley driver on a pumpkin yeah, <laughs> A batch of pumpkin pumpkins patch, Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was... sold
3: it. Like it was a <laughs> barbed wire board or something.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, that's gotta be a great landing. Like, yeah. ah, it was like landing on a mattress. Yeah. <laughs> so that was super fun. I yeah. almost, I was like, man, I want this to be the match of the week in the worst possible way. I really did. Yeah. actually. Uh, but we'll reward that here in a little bit here. It wasn't that, although it was a blast. No. Uh, the rest of the week, uh, what would you think, Chris? Uh, NXTs, 205s, anything stick out for you?
3: I, the NXT that week stood out to me. There was a lot of good stuff on that show. That was a it really was. good show that I had a really, really difficult time picking my favorite match. Yeah. And it was, um, it
0: was like top loaded with wrestling. Yeah. But then of course they had to figure out what they were going to do with takeover. Yeah. So it's an unconventional main event because it's not yeah. a real main event. The main event was booked, but it yeah. never happened. Right.
3: I kind of have to talk about all of this. Sure. Let's that's do all it. Real good. Uh, First of all, this was Matt Riddle's debut. Yes. So that was fun to see. I I know Matt Riddle. I've seen some Matt Riddle matches. I'm not super familiar with yeah. his body of work,
0: though. Yeah. We've even seen him live. We yeah. saw him win the Evolved title. Yeah, I
3: saw him beat Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. One of the ten times Zack Sabre Jr. lost that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,
0: the king of bros, man. Yeah. So yeah.
3: he's he's fun. He's unique. He's sh- shoeless, bootless, whatever you want to say. Yeah. One of those guys.
0: It's already calling out Brock Lesnar.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super like very much the MMA style, which is interesting yeah. um i have I have high hopes for him He's one of those guys that even though King of Bros is not like my favorite nickname, but you can't help but like the guy yeah just because of how he, he acts. He is definitely a Rob Van Dam esque type personality
0: sure. I wonder if he's all in with his Rob Van Damness. Uh, <laughs> know. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Are, is that still part of wellness? I don't know. It should. Uh, it th- shouldn't be. But uh, yeah, I think it. I don't know. It depends on who it is. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <Or New York. laughs> uh Yeah, and another not a debut, mm. but a uh, a dream match. Yeah. Uh, at least I think. I mean, yeah. you talk about a match that definitely should could have been in the May Young Classic. Yeah. I would say maybe May Young Classic Year One. Yeah. Uh, but just because of where everybody is right now, mm-hmm. but yeah. Take it away, Chris.
3: Mercedes Martinez was on the show when she faced Nikki Cross. Oh. And that was a good match. Yes, it was. Martinez tried to beat Nikki Cross up. Like, she hit her really hard yeah. a lot of times. Nikki Cross ended up bloody, like, bloody nose or lip. I can't remember which. Yeah. but Which yeah. is fine,
0: because she'll just shake it off and yeah. she'll run with it. And
3: so. that was the thing, because Nikki Cross has that personality... Uh, we've talked about it before a little bit that she may not win every match because she doesn't necessarily think about that as much as she just thinks about having fun, and her fun is beating people and getting beaten up. Yeah, and, that's, and Martinez was very happy to oblige on that part. And it, yeah. was, it was a lot of fun. I really liked the match.
0: Yeah. Some people were wondering, like, oh, Mercedes finally got signed. I'm like, ah, slow down. Yeah. I think this might have been during around the same time as the Classic, probably the same week mm, or, or weekend. It was a little or, bit after. But she did this last time. She yeah. stuck around for another extra yeah. match. And I think that was just a matter of, hey, this will be a good match for both of you. Yeah. And why not?
3: I feel like they're building a good relationship with her because Mm -hmm. whenever she decides to stop wrestling i think she could easily join sarah amato and serena deeb Sarita and Rosita. yeah and sarah stock (laughs) in the training center
0: it's serena it's serena and serena i think is how i'm supposed to do that if i'm taz oh yeah yeah Yeah, because it's not Sarita and rosie because
3: rosie is on smackdown right now it's the three s's it's
0: serena serena and Sarah yes (laughs) okay good job I'm leaving this in that was important (laughs) it was
3: important that you said that for me it was
0: (laughs) Mercedes will be the x-factor now so yeah
3: but I think that's what I kind of feel like they're just kind of planting those seeds like hey We like you a lot, so let's have a good working relationship.
0: It's like any good office where there's actually a good working environment. Like, hey, this person's a really good worker. We should hire them. And if Sarah's not saying that about Mercedes, I'll be completely surprised. Obviously, that's probably where it could go. And any one of them at any time could just go up to one of the main roster shows and be that person. You know, uh, for any reason. Uh, Any of those people... Doing what they do is also capable of being a producer or anything else, yeah. or just uh, helping out with the matches backstage. Yeah. Like, that's what Joey Mercury basically did, from what I understand, when he was there. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a match guy, kind of like the way Pat Patterson used to be. Yeah, You know, wasn't so much in the office side of things as it was sure. kind of a, a choreographer. That, that's a good way to be. Okay. So. Yeah, those people can totally do that for any of those shows. Or do both Raw and SmackDown. Just, you know, you're in charge of the girls. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Done. Boom. So, yeah, there's there's a place for her in a lot of different places. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, who knows? It would be really, really, really cool if at some point, just for that one point, the same way they did with Finley, and I might have mentioned this already, but if they could do the same thing for Sarah, just give her a little run. Yeah. Just give her a little run to show people why she is who she is. Yeah.
3: And she's been on TV a couple times. They did that little mini documentary video they did. Yeah. If she
0: ever attacked somebody, it would be the biggest thing. Well,
3: it it reminds me of... Do you remember... Well, I'm sure you do. The Cassius Ono william Regal little feud that they had a few years ago. Yeah. It kind of... It makes me feel like that maybe one of the women mouths off to sarah in the performance center in one of those videos and sarah is backstage and something happens backstage at nxt one of the tapings she's there yeah and then something happens and they have to fight it out at some point it's yeah. just a one-off feud but i think it whoever they put in that they would it would be someone that they're trying to elevate to the top
0: it know? would definitely need to be someone like that for sure yeah. i it, unfortunately couldn't be like a cool dream match like mercedes versus sarah yeah under a wwe banner but yeah. hey we, there's dvds for that you're right <laughs>
3: also on the show there were really two really good tag matches uh Oni Lorkin and danny birch faced umberto carrillo and raul mendoza yes. which felt i mean we've seen mendoza a lot yeah i don't remember if we've seen carrillo before don't recall but they're great tag team yeah, they're, they're really goals. good and, because I, I, I've liked Rebel Mendoza since the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. He was really good there. Since he's been on NXT a few times, he I think he's gotten better.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't, maybe it's just his size or the way he moves, but he reminds me of a cologne. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that. <laughs> like, yeah. he's just, he's just fun to watch. Yeah. He's a pit bull.
3: Yeah. So it was a really fun match because Lorcan and Birch did what they do at the end of the match. Yeah. But before that, Mendoza and Carrillo were kind of carrying the match because they, they were all over the ring. Diving and flipping and flying all over the place. Yeah. But then when they got caught, they got beat up, which yeah. was also fun to watch. I
0: can't believe that's allowed, that finish. That thing, yeah. I mean, that yeah. so much could go wrong there, and it just looks like death every time <laughs> yeah. they do it. But I love it. Yeah. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to outlaw it. I'm just surprised it's there. Yeah. That's all.
3: And then the, I think maybe the best match of that night, not the week, but the night, was the Street Profits versus the Mighty. And a lot of that involves the feud going into it. I was pulling for the Street Profits so hard in this match. Yeah. I wanted to see them win, and I want to see them win convincingly. Yeah. And yeah, I just I really like that feud. I think that's an understated feud. People yeah. like even the commentators don't really talk about it too much. Yeah. necessarily.
0: yeah, they kind of blow it off. Like yeah. it's almost like a comedy match yeah. for them or something. But but it was man, good. They, they both good. they both brought it yeah. and. They've split wins, and yeah. the Mighty has pretty much gotten the upper hand on them throughout the feud. And the yeah. Street Profits really needed this win, so yeah. when they won, it was just a great moment.
3: And I like seeing them angry. Like, yeah. They're fun, and I like it when they have fun, but I like... Montez Ford was super good in this match. Yeah. He was all over the place. Well, that's
0: the thing. I even questioned, like, okay, you're winning back the thing that might have been distracting you. Like, as stupid as this oh, right. is, like, the sippy cup, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, like, was actually, it seemed to be holding him back. The gold chains, all this stuff is a distraction from what you really should have.
3: The cup did actually cost him a match at one point. Yeah,
0: it totally did. It tossed him a damn tournament match.
3: If you remember one of those videos they did talking about the chains, it actually symbolizes a lot what they said about the struggles that they've had and that they've had to face being who they are in the world, basically. So, and that meant... So, sippy cup aside... The chains were I think the big deal and so I thought that was really cool that they did that video even though I don't think the commentators brought it up as much as I love those guys on that show that should have been a bigger deal because that for me, that's what it was about, and that's why Montez Ford was so mad.
0: Yeah, it's it's you know I definitely remember old school hip hop culture where the yeah. rope chain and that actually you, you talked about yeah. it already that that is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people talked about it. Run DMC, of course, were the kings of the rope chain, but also yeah. uh, someone like uh, Schoolie D even had a song about the fact that that elevated his status and and gave him a better confidence about himself and all these other things and Gucci watches. That was the other thing Uh I remember Gucci time. So yeah. Okay. But now they're distracted again. Let's see how they do now. Yeah. But Hey, actually, no, I'm wrong because as, as we're recording this, they are the new evolved tag team champions. Now I realize by saying this, I'm opening up a massive rabbit hole here, but yeah, even if we just got to do an aside, a quick one, the street profits and Fabian Eichner, both won the big titles in Evolve yeah. over a big show a few weeks ago. I've said it before, and I will say it a lot. We live in interesting times of professional wrestling, and this is, you, you know, we all, if you read enough internet wrestling stuff, you know that there's definitely a massive cooperative crossover between Evolve and NXT right now. Yeah, I even made the joke, I think, on a previous episode that, oh, he's the new Evolve champ, Well, he'll drop it in a few months because he'll get the call-up to NXT. Now, it seems like they're almost into maybe a little bit of talent trading now.
4: A little bit. Now,
0: it's just like, okay, now the Street Profits are the evolved champs. They will be doing shows for them, obviously. I mean, they're not NXT tag champs now, so I guess this is like the best use of a talent to keep their stock up. Yeah. And I'm wondering how far they're going to take this. I'm a fan of this. But, man, I, I I don't really have anything else to add to it other than yeah. this is neat. It's, yeah. Fabian Aichner hasn't done much but a few really good showings yeah. and against some really good talent. Right. And, you know, he has the look. He's not an underdog. He doesn't look like an underdog yeah. either. So I'm wondering what they're going to do with him.
3: It's interesting that he would be the one that they would do that with,
0: yeah. Yeah. And where's freaking... Um, I forgot his name. I'm going to leave this in because I don't remember what name they're using for him. DiJack. Oh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Chris. DiJack. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) However, did you remember that? Uh, Yeah. Where is he? Maybe he's hurt. I don't know. But like, I figured, like, okay, maybe him or something. But
3: maybe those matches he had were just kind of hey, we have this guy. Maybe that was just a little experience in front of the cameras. Okay. And he's going back to the performance center. I don't know. I'm just speculating.
0: Yeah. I mean, Fabian Ackner, you know, using all the generics, is a hell of an upside. He definitely looks like he can go. Yeah. So maybe this is just one of those things like, okay, we need to see how quick we can elevate him maybe by going this route. Yeah. He's uh, His NXT stock has by default risen now. Yeah. Because any former Evolve champion is going to be over, like, gold in NXT. Yeah. Now when he comes back, kind of a hero's welcome. Will he have the title? I'm always curious about that. Next time we see the Street Profits and next time we see Fabian Agner. We're on the
3: next batch of tapings, which will be after Survivor Series. Sure.
0: But, um, yeah, will they have their belts? Will they talk about yeah. it? Will this be like the Smoky Mountain thing in the 90s? Yeah. I thought about that, too.
3: It's interesting. I think they <laughs> should have them with them. Because they announce it on the official channels on the official Twitter feeds yeah. and whatnot. WWcom yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So if they don't acknowledge it on the television show, why? Like
0: why why? I don't know. I don't know. But so, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's uh, before we get to match of the month, we still need to officially award week five T V match of the week, Chris.
3: There were two episodes of the UK that had good matches on it too. Uh, speaking of Noam Dar, which we did before, he had a match with Zach Gibson. Yeah. That was the really best match. Good.
0: Best match of both shows. Yeah. Was that match for sure.
3: And they did start uh, one, looks like one of the big feuds on the other show, which <laughs> is Mark Andrews and Wolfgang. Yeah. And then Wolfgang turned on Andrews when he was joined by the Coffee Brothers. So. Yeah. Yeah. big deal going on there that, that's a
0: whole thing now we got two three-man teams on yeah. didn't take long did it yeah
3: they're all starting to team up so <laughs> they need to because if they're yeah. going to have tag titles they're going to need to have yeah. teams but as good as all of that stuff was i have to go back to smackdown the the title match the ww title match dan o'brien and aj styles yeah a really good match
0: a match that we haven't seen since the the week of wrestlemania we saw it on that smackdown and it, oh, yeah. you know it because yeah. it there were some shenanigans at the end of it, yeah. so we didn't really get to realize it, but they finally realized it in this match. Yeah. Uh great wrestling, great submission culture, which of course you would want to expect from both guys. Yeah. And yeah, solid, worthy of match of the week. Absolutely. All right. So man, we gotta commit to a match of the month between all those. Whew.
3: Ah uh, T V match of the month. Yeah. I think I will have to go with Pete Dunne versus Noam Dar from the first episode of NXT UK because historical value is part of it. The this was the culmination of the title match that Noam Dar earned at the UK tournament weekend, and I it was just a really great match. It was super long. It built really, really well. There was great uh, psychology on both sides. The, I've,
0: the first in ring appearance. Of well, not I mean he had a little showing at the tournament, but seeing Johnny Saint hold that title that was cool. That was great. Yeah. So everything historical about this match yeah. definitely deserved to be TV match of the month. Yes. Uh, we are split. Actually, it's not so much that we're arguing; we mm-hmm. literally can't make up our minds. Yes. Between uh, we have it at two Evolution matches for SuperCard match of the month. Yes. And it's between the Mayon Classic finals. And the Last Woman Standing match. Yes. Which you you don't get any different than those two matches. Yeah,
3: super different matches. When I I do my things on cnjradio.com, my little wrap-up and review things for all the episodes to keep my notes in order, I couldn't decide between these two matches because they are so different. One, the Last Woman Standing match was was the title match. It was for the title, the SmackDown Women's title. It showed... Everything that these two women would, the links that they would go to in order to keep the title, what they were, were willing to do to each other, their former friends, former best friends, they were willing to nearly kill each other. They were yeah. putting them. You don't see women in matches like this historically because of the. They were allowed to, since there was no match later on in the night with Brock Lesnar, whoever was going to destroy tables, <laughs> they were allowed to destroy all the tables everywhere. And it's not just a ladder in there ladder. And it's not just about the violence. It was about the feud building into it. They with with the
0: performance center footage and then the cutting edge segment. Right. Becky just, yeah, the warning that
3: edge gave Becky Lynch saying, Hey, think about what you're doing. She was your friend and you don't want to burn this bridge completely or break it like a table. And (laughs) they, they did show all of that within what they were doing. So even if you don't like violence matches, it made sense That they were willing to do this to each other. And just... I'm not a fan of last man, last woman standing matches necessarily as a rule. But I thought this was great. The image of Charlotte coming up out of being buried by the remnants of the table and the chairs and everything was really great. Because I thought the match was over, but it wasn't. And it kept going. And you saw the look on Becky's face... And then it kept going, and it eventually led to yeah. the violent and great finish,
0: kind of with the Champa esque, you know, last Moment. second yeah. thing that Becky pulled off yeah. there. So I even had that in my head. So yeah. the stock really hit high. So all of that, keep okay. that in
3: mind. Banking on the, it on the other side, you have a completely different match for great for completely different reasons. You have Io Shirai versus Tony Storm in the culmination of a. Thirty-two woman tournament. Tony the, the Storm, best
0: in their the best in their respective countries. Yeah, arguably. But Tony yeah.
3: Storm had the incredible run through the Mae Young Classic, which we talked about, where she faced yeah. Satomura, yeah. where she faced like all of these these women that just built her up, where she had to fight and struggle through each yeah. one of these matches.
0: Two she, tournaments.
3: She had yeah, yeah yeah she had the grudge match with Jenny in the first round, and she built up to making it to this these finals she lost out in the semis last year but she made it to the big stage this year the even bigger stage this year and on the other side you have Io Shirai who didn't have as good of a tournament as I had hoped but this match was easily her best match of the entire tournament she showed the entire range of what she can do everything hit perfectly and it wasn't just about the high flying they call her the genius of the sky but she is strong style like, first and foremost, and that's what she was showing. So it was the great thing where they built up Tony Storm as not necessarily an underdog, but she has to struggle through her matches at yeah, times when she yeah, faces times. adversity. Yeah. And Io Shirai was that person to kind of put that on her because I think Io Shirai, considering where she came from and the amount of acclaim that she had coming into the tournament, I think she was a heavy favorite people love Tony Storm, but I think Yoshirai was still the favorite. And so that kind of came through in the match about how it went down. But it was also about the wrestling. And they showed that these two women are two of the best professional wrestlers in the world, because they wrestled, they had mat wrestling, they built up to even bigger moves as the match went along. It was like, they were punctuated by like big moves here and there. But then they would go back to the wrestling, there's a little bit high flying. And so it built up like perfectly Whereas the Smackdown title match Was pretty much straight ahead Beat the crap out of each other For 20-25 yeah. minutes The May Young Classic Finals Was a Slow, not necessarily slow But a good build up from Feeling each other out to this Just like fantastic finale
0: But I think dead even in the argument For equality and evolution Yeah, That's why we're exactly. having such it's, a hard time the with It's two this.
3: extremes of the what you can see women aren't just there for to look good and to have fun these two women in the may young classic were wrestling their hearts out whereas becky and charlotte were battling their hearts out for a title they both won fabulous prizes in the end so i cannot decide between the two
0: well chris we've, this has never happened before so i i think i might know a way to settle this okay i go ahead and get uh, nola sure tiebreaker sure Sure. okay all right hey nola can you come in here for a second please i sound like an italian husband like (laughs) boxer like hey get in here toots (laughs) um okay nola welcome to wrestling house show for the first time ever hello yeah she's been on rock strikes 10 before so she's she's not new to yeah i understand
2: how the microphone works okay
0: (laughs) um Actually, could you hear us just a minute ago down the hallway yes. talking about? Okay, you—that's you, you, that's, yeah, this, yeah, you told me this is how you listen to the show sometimes. Yeah, I've,
2: I've, <laughs> if I hear something slightly interesting, I will pause whatever I'm watching and I just put my ear to the door.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, so you you know where we're at here. Last Woman Standing versus Mayon Classic Finals. Mm-hmm. We are going to leave the decision in your hands. Your decision stays. Not that we may not use one of these matches as an alternate for match of the year, but which one do you think is the better match of the two? Which one are you more likely to go at and rewatch quicker? There's a lot of factors that go into how we do this, so your decision. Go ahead.
2: Chris, you put it so well. Um, The breakdown of both matches were spot on. Um, I've seen Tony wrestle a lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. not as much as I've seen Charlotte or Becky. Mm-hmm. I am sick of seeing Charlotte on TV, so I'm really glad okay. she lost. So it was a really great match for me to watch.
3: Right, got you invested that way, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, I she
3: boos the woo. I
2: do boo the woo. <laughs> I am part of that hashtag revolution. Um, you know, I've I've seen Becky a lot. I see her every week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, love watching Becky. She okay, has absolutely just taken everything that she has been given and just blown it out of the park. Um, I am aware of who Io Shirai is Uh, from her first match. I was just like, she's going to go all the way. Mm -hmm. And then I told Joey while we were watching the finals, I was like, Tony needs to win because if she doesn't, then the Mae Young turns into this weird, Japanese Invitational, where they find the best <laughs> Japanese wrestler that's what to someone, bring them in.
3: <laughs> one of our friends at work was saying the same thing. Uh-huh. So yeah, I get it.
2: I, I mean, I get that that's not necessarily what they're doing, yeah. but at the same time, if you do it twice in a row,
3: it seems like the same story again.
2: It does. So they literally
0: came from the same fed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, Tony Storm did too. Tony okay. Storm was a full-time stardom wrestler. Okay. okay. Tony Storm and Eyo are not. Strangers to each other. Okay. They've had yeah. plenty of matches, yeah. so... But... I see what you're saying. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Us um, Yanks, uh... Yeah. Because yeah. like, Tony was the starting champ. Us Westerners. So, yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean... Both sets of these women have history. And they have these rivalries. And for me, each of the winners were the person that needed to win. That nice. was the story that needed to be told. She's yeah. having a hard time deciding, I too. am having <laughs> a super <stalling>. hard <laughs> time deciding.
0: Totally
2: She's <laughs> Um... I think
0: we, we're. I like how we're totally exonerating ourselves here, and just putting it on <laughs> her shoulders. She's gonna get all the hate mail.
2: That's fine. Uh, I mean, that's that's what it is. Do. I
0: don't think there's a bad decision there, here. There's not there. a bad answer. There just to has it. to be a decision. So um, go ahead.
2: I think without the buildup of the tournament, the Tony Storm EO match is really good. Yes, but without. That story being told, it's not as good because if you look at them,
0: just you're trying to match, look at them just as matches. Now.
2: Just as matches, no story. Okay. I mean, obviously, the story between Charlotte and Becky is really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a huge buildup to it, but if you go just bell to bell, it's it's any other really good wrestling match between Tony and Io, and. Becky and Charlotte felt more important.
0: Nope. So is that, is that your decision? That is my decision. Final answer, All right, Final answer <laughs> Becky Charlotte. Alright, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so now. much for your cameo yes. and for putting it uh, exonerating us of this hard decision. Yes. I, uh, perhaps she'll be back in the future. Will you come back if we need another tiebreaker? Yes, I will always
2: be back for tiebreakers. <laughs> right. um, I hope I Hope you guys kind of understood yeah. where we You where explained your from. thought process yeah. very well. So... Um, yeah, I, I hope you guys don't hate it. I hope every, everybody listening doesn't hate that. Uh, it's fine. So, I mean... The few are the proud. They
0: love you. Well... <laughs> now beat it. No. <laughs>
2: no, this is my show now. <laughs> Women's Revolution. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, I think if you go back in six months and watch them just bell to bell... Yeah. ...with the package build-ups, I, I think Last Woman Standing is going to hold up as more important...
3: More important, yeah, maybe and, for the title. It's but arguable, but and, yeah. arguable, debatable. Yeah, yeah
2: every, I mean everything's debatable, yeah. but uh, but I think that slight edge in importance puts the match over the edge. Fair enough. So.
0: Oh no pun intended, right? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, cutting edge. Yes. yes. All right. Okay. Thank I you. Guess. Thank you. you. All right see we didn't have to sweat it out we just put it on someone else we need to start doing that more we need to have more outsourcing and uh (laughs) makes the show a lot easier
3: right just sit back and listen to someone (laughs) else struggle and yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right let's end it on that why not yeah uh man we got i'm looking forward to survivor series I'm, i'm a sucker for survivor series always have been I know that they had like no build towards this in the sense that like they literally are just like, all right, it's in a week, let's do this. They had they had the two, crown jewel fucked up everything. Yeah, they had, just had like two they weeks
3: to build up to Survivor Series. Yeah. I don't know how caught up you are on current, but as of this recording. They have done some building, so we'll yeah. talk about that on the next one because I, I have some things to say about what they've done over the past week.
0: Okay, so I like that you you have a good poker face because you look <laughs> whether you're interested or hating it, right. You look like you're ready to talk about it regardless. So.
3: I want to talk about it so
0: much. Okay, and but you're gonna have to wait for the next wait. monthly wrap up, <laughs> which is you know maybe just in a few weeks' time. I sure. wouldn't worry about it too much, yeah. but you can find that on cnjradio.com.
3: The home of the Wrestling House show. Yes. As well as the home of the rest of the C&J Radio family of podcasts, The Last Theater, Rock Strikes 10, The Synaptic, more to come in the future. So keep checking back on cnjradio.com and interact on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know if Nola was right or wrong. It's it's yeah. all on her, so yeah, let, let totally. her know. But do yeah. it on one of our social media outlets.
0: Yeah. At House Show or Wrestling House Show on Facebook. Yes. All right. Chris? We'll see you, uh, either on the next retro wrap up or weekly wrap up whichever comes first. I'm making no promises. <laughs> no promises, <this> no time. <laughs> promises anymore. I'm done with it. All <laughs> right. All right. Bye.
4: People are gunned down each day in Springfield, but until now, none of them was important. I'm Kent
3: Brockman. At 3 p.m. Friday, local autocrat Mr. Black was shot following a tense confrontation at Town Hall. Mr. Black was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead.
4: He was then transferred to a better hospital where doctors upgraded his condition to alive. Now
2: let's talk to Police Chief Wiggum. Uh, I wanted the NXT universe to know that tonight I'm officially starting the investigation into who attacked Alistair Black.
1: Did you see this guy? Was he anywhere near the parking lot when Mr. Black got shot?
2: <laughs> oh I saw it. I saw it. It was beautiful.
4: I saw it all. <laughs> no, it's no use. He ain't
0: talking.
1: Nobody knows.
2: I admit, I did it.
1: I ran over.
0: Mr. Black.
1: I didn't do it for me. No, I didn't do it for me. I did it for. Johnny Wrestling.